guys. Welcome to Pretty Killer Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana. On tonight's episode, I have a returning guest. I have Sam from To Be or Not To Be Podcast. Hi, Sam. Hello, everyone. How's it going tonight? It's going great. I'm glad to have you back on. I couldn't be more thrilled to be here. Yes, I'm excited from our our last two and a half hour episode that everyone loved. I'm glad to hear it, uh, as we just did, I think, 20 minutes on Jaws again before we started recording. <laughs> we did, and then we t- are planning to do the whole series, so everyone uh, everyone, stay tuned for that, because that'll be fun to do that. <laughs> you just hear my husband sneeze. <laughs> I thought it was your dog barking. I honestly couldn't tell. <laughs> well, that will be edited out of the show, so... Thanks, Greg. (laughs) Um, So tonight, we're going to do a different format. We're not going to focus on one movie. We're not going to focus on one franchise. Sam and I are going to be asking each other five questions. Five questions that we totally thought up ourselves, and we're going to ask each other. So this will be fun to test out. And we're going to go on tangents. So Yes. Full disclosure. I I don't think... I'm just wanting to... Like, we're... We're accepting that, correct? <laughs> yes. I tell, like, the questions I wrote for you, I'm like, I was answering myself. I'm like, well, I would pick this. Okay. Just want to make sure because I'm like, we're going to, because I think last time we started with Jaws and somehow got to Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then to like uh, Terrifier. And like, I, I expect that this is going to be uh, not a straight uh, path. No. And then we ended on Halloween. Yes. So we were literally all over the place, but I think it was just bottled up excitement from us talking before and able to like do this. So, well, I'm ready for it. Okay. Awesome. So I'm going to start off by asking you the question that I wrote for you. Okay. And that one is if you could be the hero in any creature feature, which one would it be and why? It's not the one you think it is. I already had one preconce- I already had it preconceived. Based on the last episode, you would probably think Jaws, correct? Correct. Incorrect. Yeah. Uh, a, it's a perfect movie, and I would only stand to fuck it up by being up in it. Uh, and uh, B, <laughs> I love sharks. Uh, I uh, am saddened when they are killed, even mm-hmm. if they are eating people. Uh, so people in the Bahamas, you know what I mean? Like so root of the shark. Yes. So, and especially if it's in the Bahamas and it's a great white that is, is hunting you because of a voodoo curse. Um, (laughs) the one that I have selected, uh, is actually Anaconda. Oh, wow. And the reason for it is two things. Uh, two, I think, I think it is number one. I think it's a very underrated film. Mm hmm. As a Jaws knockoff, because it totally fucking is. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually one of the better ones. And number two, while I love sharks, I hate me a motherfucking snake. So, <laughs> cheers to that. I fucking hate snakes. So uh, I would have no problem. Uh, I mean, I don't know which role I would take over. Uh, I sadly would probably fit the J-Lo role more than the Ice Cube role. But uh, I would have no problem lighting that motherfucking snake up at the end uh, doing that. Hell, yes. That movie, I love it, too. Great creature feature. But I, too, hate snakes. 
I'm terrified yeah. of them. Even like garter snakes, I'm like, oh god. Me too. Me, oh, my, my mom had a little rattle, um, Massasauga rattlesnake under her porch, and thought it was like the cutest thing ever. I'm like, that's like could potentially be the most poisonous snake because the babies inject all their venom. Well, that's that's horrifying. I would I, not live in the house. No, I know. I was like, Mom, I think you need to move immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, I recently, just for Anaconda, I saw one of the cooler fucking videos that I've seen, like behind the scenes videos. Yeah. It was um like a, it was just like a, something I saw on like Twitter or something. And it was mm-hmm. the robotic snake that they built, yeah. but without like the skin that they put on it. So it was just the robotic, like this, like basically like robotic tentacle, yeah. but they were like, testing it like as it kind of like z- I'm, I'm doing a physical thing on a podcast but like it was like <laughs> snaking around like zigzagging and whatnot yeah. very fucking cool um like how much of that like that movie has a lot of cgi in it that doesn't hold up but there is a yeah. lot of physical actual like robotic snake in that movie and uh, it's pretty fucking cool what's it's john void right john void yeah that scene with when it comes up and it's in his face <gasps> Oh, and it's, it pukes him out? Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot. I truly, I can't. I don't even know how I went and watched that in theaters. I don't know how I did either. And I was a kid. My mom took me to see that one. And I was, Ooh. like, just, I, I was super into it then, though, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my fear of snakes came until, like, later on as I got older. I think I was, I think that's always been my number one, like, <laughs> death in general. And yeah. then snakes. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i i uh so so that one would be up there um on, on my list as far as what i would do now out of curiosity we kind of knew this was going to happen yes what would the flip of this be what would your uh creature feature be there's well i i i love an american werewolf in london so i would love to maybe be i don't know who i could be in that though that would be successful you know what i mean like because that whole movie is kind of brutal, but some something in that realm because I just think that's one of the better werewolf movies. Because you would think that I would pick Jaws, mm-hmm. but I would have to go with that one. And you then would Jaws. think based on the poster behind your head and the cup you're drinking out of and the two and a half hours we spent last time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I didn't want to make it obvious because I feel like a lot of the questions I'm giving obvious answers, but I have like good reason. You know what oh. I mean? I think that's great. Yeah. Um, for American Werewolf in London, I mean, yeah, I mean, why couldn't you play? I was, I, I'm, I love the movie, but I, is his name David? I think his name's David, right? The main yeah. character. Yeah. I, I mean, why couldn't you be David? I mean, I'd say a little, a little darker of an ending, at least in the end. I light the snake on fire. In the end, you die. So- yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe like me have that moment to be a werewolf. And be completely oblivious to it. You know what I mean? And like, and be naive, but also be like a brutal savage. Oh, yeah. You know what I think would be the fun role to play in that movie would be his, uh, his dead ghost friend? Yes. Uh, what's the guy? Oh, and I can never think of his name either. I'm horrible. And I froze up last time when we were talking about Halloween and I couldn't even think of Lindsay Wallace's name. But uh, I, I forgot Roy Scheider's name last episode, so I wouldn't really worry about it. <laughs> yes, but I potentially was like, he would be an awesome person to be too oh yeah yeah he'd be good the whole attack scene is great who the attack scene like when they're walking away from the pub and you know like you hear the the wolf werewolf in the background and then 
he quickly gets attacked. Like I love that scene. It's very and it's such a brutal movie for also being sort of like a pulpy tongue in cheek movie because it is kind of fun too. Like yeah. John Landis made it, like so it's got <laughs> that John Landis comedy to it. So it's, it's such it's just a great movie. Um, have you ever seen the sequel? No, and I didn't really I didn't realize that there was one. Well, I, let me rephrase it. I it was marketed as a sequel. Uh, it's called it's an but I think it is officially recognized as it. Uh, it's American Werewolf in Paris with Tom Everett Scott. Yes, I I have not watched that. Oddly enough, because I love here we go on our tangents. I love Dead Man on Campus with him in it and that thing you do. Like I just thought he was a great actor, but. Oddly enough, I never watched that one. Was he Superman? I don't know. He would be a good Superman, though. Was he Was he the kid who played Superman in Smallville? Oh. If not, they look the exact same. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> um, they both look that they have that 90s, early 2000s look. Yes. That I also rocked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. I just wondered if you had seen that because I had a I, – I, as a – teenager i like preferred it to the original um and i have this strange feeling i've not watched it probably since i was like 18 or 19 Mm -hmm. i have a pretty pretty confident feeling that uh that would not be the case today if i watched it again because i just remember it's got some pretty fucking crazy shit in it i want to watch it now and i actually where did i see that maybe it was on tubi and i was like maybe i should watch that but I didn't hear anything bad about it. It's probably fun, uh, but yeah, it's one of those movies that like came and went. Like you just never hear people talk about it anymore. It like it, it exists, it's out there. Yeah. But horror fans, I mean, I don't think I've heard anyone talk about this goddamn movie. No, but it makes me like intrigued now and I want to check it out and then maybe talk about it. Okay. Always down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yes. All right. Uh, so my first question for you, I wanted to go with a basic one. And, uh, you know, we all know that there's horror, but there's all the different subsects and subgenres of horror. Um, yes. I want to know what your favorite one is and why do you think it is your favorite? So this one was kind of difficult for me because I feel like the one that I picked is like my obvious answer, but I do love creature features you know what i mean like i grew up on those like jaws obviously was a staple anaconda like american world from london i just love anything that has to do with an animal gone wrong you know what i mean like you really can't beat it but i'm gonna go with the slasher era because i mean michael myers was my first like my not like when a stranger calls is my first introduction to horror but Halloween was the one that scared me that fucking terrified me. Cause it was so realistic. And you know what I mean? Like the thought of him stalking for no reason. And then I got into Jason and I was too afraid of Freddie to get into Freddie when I was younger. So the appeal of a slasher, uh, uh, you know, as ridiculous as Jason never being killed, to Maniac, to Intruder, The Prowler. They're all amazing slashers. The Burning, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many memorable characters, and I feel like I gravitate towards that genre, subgenre. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to pick, you know, 
to pick your, I think, well, I don't know how to pick your favorite, but like, yeah, there's, I think every, every genre of film subgenre, I'm sorry, a uh, subsect of like the horror community, whether or not it's my favorite or least favorite, there's always exceptions to each one. Like, even if it's one I don't like or one that I do like, like I'm good. Like there's certain, you know, mm-hmm. there's no, like all of them have something to offer, even if it's, you know, like a category you may not like as much, uh, but slashers, I mean, who the hell doesn't love a great slasher? You know what I mean? Like there's so many over the years, the evolution of a slasher. I mean, y- you look at the, like I said, you had, you know, Michael, Jason, all the 80 slashers, but then you get, we get Ghostface. And as much as the Scream franchise for me has evolved in a way that I really am not into that much, I felt like Ghostface broke ground. Like he fucking changed the game when, you, you know, then I know he did last summer all these other movies we got because of scream like it kind of oh. regenerated the slasher era scream reinvigorated it, it for like a good five to ten years after that yeah no nothing ever came close in my opinion to, to scream like yeah but we were getting big bigger uh budgeted mainstream releases uh you know like i know what you did last summer like you said Urban, Lemon, Ur- Urban, Urban Legends, Legends. The, yep. that Valentine movie, like a lot of these movies mm. that would have been just straight to DVD or VHS at the time, you know, I think got a chance on the big screen uh, because yeah. everybody was trying to cash in on that, uh, that, that screen money. Yeah. And even, even like um, the, the, the remakes too, like Black Christmas was one oh, of my favorite. I was just going to talk about Black Christmas because I, I have in recent years, sorry, I fell in love with the original, like re fell in love with it. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's like, I think it might be like, it's a top 10 movie for me, I think now. Seriously. Yeah. And it it was so well done then. And then for me, I know a lot of people didn't like, and I'm not talking the new Blumhouse because I haven't seen that one. I heard it was complete trash, but the uh, 2000 and whatever year it was um, with Harriet the Spy and (laughs) um, who else was in it? I don't remember. Oh, the, I'm not even going to try. It's someone's brother, but that movie was someone's brother and Harriet, the spy, go check it out. People you'll, that's a great description. (laughs) I think you would hate me. They'd be like, you're drunk. Go home. (laughs) But it's what's her. Oh my God. I'm not even going to go there because I can't even think of her name right now during the episode. I'll remember, but the whole premise of it was so, like creepy to begin with and then and the sister was that agatha in the or what was in the remake and yeah in the remake the one i have never seen any of the remakes oh really i have not heard great things so they have kind of scared me away you since we've become friends have warmed me up to the idea of at least trying the first remake yeah. Um, but i I, think he'd be into it yeah i I have to i'll have to give it a try you have you're you're starting to open the door of the possibility of me watching that. Uh, Cause before uh, meeting you, I would not have because you're, <laughs> you are the first person I've heard that I've met that has said anything positive about them. <laughs> well, I'm not going to, I won't elaborate then because I want you to see it, but there's, there's parts of it that you'll, that you'll probably be like, watch wow, your like you're fucked up. But the, the, the fucked up part of it made it more appealing for me. I don't know why I loved it, but like I went, we went and saw it in theaters. I, we lived up in uh, northern New York, so it, no one was in the theater. We snuck in bush lights, and we're watching it. It was just the three of us. And 
I was like a little kid, like big, wide eyes. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. Because it was such a good slasher and it had the gore and it had the suspense and the jump scares. And then it had this like thing at the end that made it super, super raunchy, but it made it so much more amazing. And I love it. Okay. I'm probably going to get backlash. You don't have to worry about spoilers because I have read synopsises on these films. I just don't know which one is which. Gotcha. I know one of them has a weirdly sort of cult in it or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. All I know (laughs) is that at least one, if not both of them, goes like, here's Black Christmas in lane A, and here's this one in lane, you know, C, F, and Q. Like, (laughs) I think you're right, though, because I heard... I was just talking today to a friend about it, that it was just complete garbage. And and this was this about it. And I'm like, well, the visuals for the one, the one that I love is just amazing because it has the whole Christmas element with blood. And then it's just crazy. I don't know. You you have to watch it at some point. And then you have to tell me what you think. I, I will. I will give it a shot here. If I can get through, uh, house shark, I think I can get through, uh, one of the, one of the remakes of uh, black Christmas. <laughs> If you don't like Black Christmas and you like House Sharks more, then I might have to question my taste in movies. I, that might say more about me because I did really enjoy House Sharks. So. I have to watch that. That's still on my list from you. So. <laughs> okay. So my second question for you is name a horror mashup that you would love to see. Okay. And here's where I may have cheated a little bit. And I, I didn't want to spring this on you until the episode, so you couldn't get mad at me. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think that could happen. But. I I don't really – when you asked this question, I sort of – I feel like in my brain turned the question into what I wanted it to be as opposed to what you were asking. Okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is I presume what you meant is horror mashup. Chucky versus dolls or something like that, or like take this character and insert this character. Yeah. And I honestly, Freddy versus Jason was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it would have been cool to see the Ash inclusion, which never happened. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't really know if I need any mixing of my movies so the way i decided to answer that was uh, a genre mashup that i would like to see more often oh uh and what i would like to see and it's been done i'm not like breaking fucking ground here uh (laughs) but i would like to see a found footage paranormal movie but with a very large caveat I want them to be done. I, I want to see it with a little bit of a budget. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I love a, like found footage movies for me are the, are the most hit or miss. But yeah. I love when, when they're done right, they are done so fucking right. But the mm. thing I about them that you're kind of always, at least in the back of my head, I'm always like, but this is clearly what this is. This is it's a first time filmmaker. It's a it's yeah. a studio that has no fucking money and they're just going to do this and we're going to get the and sometimes very effectively. But, you know, like yeah. paranormal activity was like they had a fucking like piece of 
shoelace on a door and they just pulled it <laughs> and like the, effective the crowd shit their pants yeah i would like to see a moderately a moderate level studio produce one of these with actual like some money behind it like some some quality as opposed to just like a first filmmaker's first option only because that's what they can afford you know what i'm saying exactly and that's like the easiest thing to pull off is the found footage because it's it's so easy and paranormal super easy because you can literally show a, a shot of nothing and be like there's something there Someone just starts screaming like Blair Witch. Yes. Uh, or like, uh, and it can be done really well. Like I know you recently watched Lake Mungo. Yes. And like Lake Mungo, oh I think half the fucking movie is them literally just freeze framing like on a area of the room. And it's just you, your eyes, your brain like makes you look everywhere. Like, Ooh, what's going on? And like nothing ever happens, but like, yeah. <laughs> you're looking for something and it's effective in that movie. But like, at the same time, I'm like, I bet you if they were like, if someone was like, hey, man, you want to have like $5 million, maybe try this movie a little differently. I bet you they would have done it differently. Fuck yes. But, you know, that that's a great answer. And I'm totally here for that because we need more found footage that has quality. And I'm not saying, but like, because a lot of the found footage that I've watched recently, I love. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong, but that's a really good answer because you're right. It's like after Freddy versus Jason, who else could we really pin against each other? Like then it starts to get mildly, I don't want to say ridiculous because there, there could be some good mashups, but there's Anaconda versus Lake Placid. It exists. True. And it's fucking terrible. <laughs> and that sounds like nothing that I would want to get myself into. Also, just the title of the movie doesn't make sense. Like, Anaconda, got it, the snake, or a snake, versus the lake from Lake Placid? Okay, sure. Wait, that's, okay, but where where can I find this movie? I'm sure it's on Tubi, but it was a sci- made-for-TV sci-fi original starring, it might star Tiffany. I'm not sure, like, the mall sensation it might it stars somebody and uh it might be tiffany or is it the dude from 90210 that's in every sharknado movie uh no it is definitely a redheaded female but uh it's not good but it's fun like like in the sense of like if you can watch sci-fi shitty you know channel shitty movies i didn't speak in english there but (laughs) i knew what you meant but i love those movies like Last night when we did the live and we watched Deep Blue Sea, someone said Santa Jaws. I'm like, I fucking love Santa Jaws. Oh, yeah. I was there for that. Yes. With this little Santa hat cruising along. Like, how festive. Yeah, that was the – it was a real challenge for me. I, I like – sometimes when you ask questions, I, like, back mm-hmm. off because I'm like, all right. Me and her, we talk a lot. And I'm like, I don't want to flood. Like, But you were like, oh, what are some suggestions for shark movies? And I wanted to be like, all right, off the top of my fucking head. Let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> nuclear <you> <laughs> shark, sand shark, Arctic shark, uh, atomic shark, you know, Antarctic shark. Like, I mean, I could just go. And if you don't have a copy of them, I will mail you a copy that I own. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think a lot of the people that are on there regularly, regularly would love it. Like, I think that because they... They love those movies just as much as we well, do. Well, fantastic because I was very yeah. excited to to do Shark Week, the, your your Shark Week episode, and then I was like, "Fuck, I got to work!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I was bummed. <laughs> anyway, 
Yes. Um, did you have, because I know you asked me, and uh, uh, did you have like a mashup in mind when you asked that question? I did. Of course I did. Because like I said, I came up with these questions and I'm like already processing my answer. But mine is a little ridiculous, but it's just, I think for, for my sake, what I want to see, I want to see Reagan, the exorcist versus the nun, Valkyrie, or whatever her name is. Valak. Valak. I think... Valak. Um, I think the the premise of like the nun who is possessed against Reagan who is possessed by the devil. I think that would be kind of cool if done right. I would be down for that. I mean, I love both of those movies. So yeah, um, yeah, and you kind of have the. I, I think that makes. I mean, again, it makes sense in the way that you have to let your brain take a break for these versus movies, but like, exactly. but like, you know, <laughs> religious icon turned bad character possessed by a demon who was saved by religion. Well, not religion, but religious, the priests and stuff. So yeah. I, I could yeah. see that working. Cause there could be cool backstories. You know what I mean? Like you have the backstories obviously, but having like those moments of interaction and like the, the befores and then seeing what happens after, I think that would definitely, um, it could potentially be good in my mind. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do like, sla- I was thinking slashers, but I don't really want to see like, oh. Myers, anyone. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm so happy that I wasn't taking a drink. <laughs> Bart, Cause I probably would have chipped my tooth. <laughs> I apologize for that. No, no worries. My, my um, washer went off too. And I had to wear clothes, but. Ripley, come on. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you know what? I just have come to the, you know, him sneezing this. It's fine. This will be. Let's get used to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> um, so another, just because this does bring up like memories of or like memories of movies that have like weird mashups do you know that there's a uh ringu versus uh the grudge i want to say that i heard of it it's but i don't think i've ever it's awful is it horrible like it's sci-fi channel level graphics and it oh. but it is made in I believe Japan. I think it's a Japanese movie. Could be Korean, but I think it's yeah. Japanese. Um, yeah, and it's. It, I, I believe it's actually referred to. You can search it on that, but I think it's called. Um, oh, I was going to say Sudoku, but that's not right. I can't remember what her name <laughs> is in the Japanese version. Whatever, look it up if you want to see it. It's a fucking weird one, because um, like, it's kind of like they were just like, oh, let's yeah. take these two and let's. Match you have it up. little dead girl. I have little dead girl. Fight. Let's put them together. <laughs> and at the end, they actually do. I'm so. Oh, I don't want to. Ah, fuck it. I'm spoiling this piece of shit movie. They merge and become like Mecca Little Dead Girl. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, now I'm even more intrigued to watch it. I love bad horror movies. Yeah, it's they're they're, they're a special treat. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> um. All right. So. Okay, if you could pick one movie to get a remake, 
what would you pick and why? This one was really hard because I thought about a lot of potential ones. And then I thought about realistically with the movies that are being produced today and what have been produced in the past. So my, I'll go with my number one season of the witch. I would love to see someone's, and I know it's, it's a taboo subject because a lot of people don't like season of the witch. Who doesn't like season of the witch? Oh my goodness. Quite a few people do are not feeling season of the witch. And I totally understand because when I was younger, I didn't understand how we go from one to two because those were epic. And then we have a movie with no Michael Myers and then it goes to four. But oh my god, I thought you were talking about season of the witch uh, with uh, Donald Sutherland or whatever, and that was then remade. I was like, it already had a remake with Nicolas Cage, and it was perfect. Which wait, what? (laughs) There's a movie called Season of the Witch with, and most famously, the remake has Nicolas Cage in it, and they it's it's. A different movie entirely, but my I, where they pour the bees on him and he screams the bees, the bees, no! Like you, do you know what movie I'm talking about? But is that the 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 Halloween three? No. Oh, no, no. okay, no. So then I you so you didn't when you so you said I would remake and you said season of the witch. You didn't say Halloween yeah. season of the witch. So I was like, oh, okay, she wants to remake a movie that's already been remade, and. <laughs> That I'll say I, was perfect. And then you're like describing it. And I'm like, this, like, does she know what fucking movie she's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I totally, you know what though? That's my own brain because I, I never, I don't like to call it H Halloween three because I don't feel for me. So I'm protesting it, that it should be called Halloween three because it really has nothing to do with the Michael Myers story. Oh, a hundred percent agreed. And on board. Sorry, I was just drastically confused. Yeah. I was. Thank you for saving that because if I would have kept going, you'd been like, "What are you fucking talking okay. about?" Keep going. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're completely. And now I I need to watch season. Uh, add it to my list of movies I have to watch. But I I just feel like someone could do that movie justice. Granted, do I think it needs it? No, because I think it's such a unique and well done movie. I think that seeing little bits and pieces of it in Halloween, there could be something done to it. Someone who, who loves that movie like I do could do it justice by remaking it. So that was my first pick. I think you're – and a great pick. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I love uh, Season of the Witch. Yes. Both of them. But the Halloween <laughs> yes. one. Um, both. The uh, Halloween version, uh, I love. I think it's such a unique story. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it is still divisive with fans. I think it's. I think the pendulum is swinging though. I think it's maybe sixty forty now. You know. Yes, I think that it's coming to a little bit. More. I think a remake though wouldn't be the worst idea because it is its own story and it. You know, give it another chance with new fans under uh, a slightly different vision. I think that would be perfectly fine. And like you said, maybe correct it, maybe advertise it properly, maybe 
change the title a little bit or, or, or just yeah, like let them know, like, hey, motherfuckers, don't expect Michael Myers because you ain't getting him, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't be upset if they called it Silver Shamrock or they just. I mean, I don't know if they could call it Season of the Witch because of the confusion that clearly we created. <laughs> but like, I think that it would be, and I think a lot of the reason why. I, I thought of it immediately was um, all the talks about ends, which I won't get into, but some theories that people have with what's going to happen, um, what potentially could happen. So that just made me think that that's something I'd love to see. A hundred percent on board. Great answer. Yes. And then the second one, and I'm not going to d- divulge, but I think the Prowler, because I think that's such a amazing movie and an amazing slasher and the the premise of it, I think that could be an easy remake. I can't join in on that one because I've never seen The Prowler. Oh my God, you have to. I, I mean, believe you've told me before that you're like, this might be like your number one recommendation to me before. Based yeah, on stuff the, I, I haven't think, seen. Yes, The Prowler. Because I, I I've watched it before and I don't think I appreciated it as much as I do now because I rewatched it and I'm like, this is such a good slasher. And I think it was early eighties. I don't think it was seventies, but I think it was early eighties, but it's so well done. And the, the kills are fucking intense and I just love it. So I wouldn't mind seeing that as a remake. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a watch tonight. I think Joe Bob did an episode on it and I never watched it. So maybe I'll check it out. Oh, you should highly recommend it. Um, for that one, I had an answer in mind, if, if that's okay. Yes, please share. I want to hear. So I like your pick because it's sort of a – it's a, a really good, if misunderstood, movie. And I mm-hmm. personally – like one of the reasons why I wanted to ask this question in general, this preface this, is that yes. I know that certain – fans of film in general are on different sides of the remake fence. And I think that we're sort of on pro remake. Like, yeah, give it a fucking try. Like, it's not like it's it's not going to hurt the original. Like who fucking cares? Even if you fuck it up, I still have the original. Like, I feel like that's where we're on. Yes, totally. And there's a lot of remakes that we enjoy. Now there's a lot that we probably don't enjoy as well, but uh, (laughs) I am more on board for though. And it, it will never happen, but like remake a movie that was, lesser lesser known lesser well received had good bones but maybe Mm -hmm. you know a couple things could have been differently like i would rather see that but that will never happen um simply because they the whole point of a remake is that they're going to cash in on the name value so they're going to cash in on something that was successful so but in a perfect world i would like to see if you've ever seen the movie uh brain damage um Brain damage. I watched, What's up? Oh, I watched it one time. Oh. And I and I don't I, I vaguely remember, so refresh. Uh brain damage is one of my favorite like ultra eighties schlockfest movies. Uh yeah. Quick rundown. There's a dr- there's a pe- there's a fucking drug that looks like a penis shaped turd. Or a slug that looks <laughs> like a penis shaped turd. It attaches yeah. to the back of this kid's neck, it injects drugs into him, uh, and he the kid kills Kills for the slug to eat brains. Whatever. It's very clearly a thinly veiled don't do drugs kids message. Yes. But it's fucking funny and it's really good. And I like I like in that 80s way and it's super offensive. Like, oh, there's a blowjob scene that, that she, 
I don't even know how to explain it, but like, so the thing, it, the, 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 the slug looks intentionally yeah. like a penis shaped turd. Yeah. And it, there's a fellatio scene with a girl and it. <laughs> and it's for, but, it's if, and if you just love that like 80s sense of like, we're just going to fucking go for it. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Like street trash, very much like street trash. Better graphics and better acting, but um, but well, fuck yeah, then do it. But do I it. would want to see a remake of that because I think that a the the common person walking through the streets doesn't know what this movie is. Um, yep. probably for the betterment of humanity. Uh, <laughs> but I want to ruin that. And uh, yeah. I think that, you know, obviously special effects, but like, I think that some things could be changed because there was, you know, maybe you could go a little, just a little more deep than like, don't do drugs, kids. Like you could go a little deeper with it. And as a side yeah. note, it would be a backdoor for a basket case remake because there is a basket case appearance in the movie. So I would like to point that out. Oh, okay. That would open the floodgates. Like that would just be... And I'm surprised that movies like that haven't been remade. I mean, I get it, but like, they're kind of classic. To a certain subsect of freaks like you and I, yes. <laughs> but like, that's maybe that's what they need. Instead of going in the direction of just remaking every single slasher movie known to man, why don't you go on, on, on this side of it and try to do something a little bit more... Taboo. That would be a, a risk and actual and require actual creativity, which Hollywood is running out of. Oh my god, I know it's it's horrible. Like not to go off on our tangents like we usually do, but just watching recently, men. Mm. Um, it looked so like like it had potential, and a little bit into it, I was like, this could be this could be decent, and then. At the end of it, I was so I was so angry just because I've had so many interactions with movies lately. I'm like, what the fuck is that, and why? <laughs> why did anyone say that was okay? I haven't seen it yet, but, so I. But I, and I don't want to don't say too much because that's probably going to tie into an answer I have later. Um, okay. We won't. But uh, last thing I'd say is uh, again, I'm pro remake. I just wish that they would. Instead of just going to the same 10 franchises they go to over and over and over again, like maybe yeah. after it ends, maybe we can let Michael rest for a decade or so. They're not fucking going to, but you know. Because you, no, and they're not. And that's the thing that really irks me. And again, we won't get up, but like they, the way that it's describing it is they're opening up this whole new can of worms for more movies. And it's like, can we just, can we just kill Lori? in a very emotionally brutal way. So we, us, the Lori lovers can have that moment, can have that closure and have Michael walk away or vice versa. Just give it to us. Stop. Like prolonging it. Isn't going to make it more special for us. I am curious if they Me. will go. I am on team kill Lori as well. I'm yeah. on team. Michael and Lori probably should end this movie lying next to each other. Dead. Um, yeah. That being said, do you think that some of the negative reaction to Dewey uh, getting it, maybe I could see that sort of scaring people because they'd be like, oh, you know, Hollywood people are now like the last thing they want to do is upset their fan base because they're like, please buy our shit. Uh, 
please continue to watch yeah, it. So, like, I'm, I'm wondering if they saw, like, the reaction to Dewey's uh, untimely demise, uh, and if they were now like, man, maybe not. Yeah, and that and that could quite possibly be why, but if I were a filmmaker, I'd want to go with the complete opposite, and I'd want to give a wow factor to be like, holy shit, like, she did that. Like, she ended this this love affair in whatever twisted way you know what i mean like brother sister random strangers like end it and 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 give that to us because you created the story which has all these branches of you know timelines but like give us what we want and i feel like that's been lacking in a lot of the movies that that and shows that i've been watching give it you know what give us what we want we want the michael myers multiverse give me i want danielle (laughs) harris to pop up she's somehow 45 now (laughs) Paul Rudd comes in still looks 18 he'll be you know I know because he's such a freak of nature that he still looks the way he did in the curse but that's funny you say Daniel Harris because that's what I'm saying is kill Lori and reintroduce the four timeline that's hard to do I know and I know it sounds crazy but like I would be more up I would be more excited for that than having it be like, okay, now there's this new boogeyman. It's this guy. And Allison is the new Lord. You know what I mean? Like fuck off with all that. Yes. Uh, I don't want them to go the route you're just, you're describing and hopefully they don't. I don't, which, uh, okay. Um, (laughs) are we, are we talking about this? Cause I, I have thoughts. Yeah, I'd love okay. to hear your thoughts because I know I rudely did not finish the trailer the other well, night. That's fine, but so <laughs> there is potential rumors out there, obviously, for everything that you've heard, and you kind of were just alluding to it, that they may go with this whole someone else takes the mask and we get a no, like setting up a new franchise of like, this is the new Michael and this is the new Lori, but like yeah. this, you know, their names or whatever. Like, yeah. while I think that works, even if you don't like Scream, like, the the way it's going, while that works in Scream, but it's always worked in Scream, because every fucking movie, it's a different person under the mask. Exactly, because that's the premise of Scream. It's every, it's a copycat. It's someone that's pissed off in some, t- in some shape, way, or form. That works yeah, and, for that. And that's in that fine. franchise, half of the fun of the movie is the first time you watch it, guessing which ones are in it. Kind of a whodunit. Yes. You can't do that yeah. with Michael Meyer. You can't do that with that. Like, this is, like... He is the character, you know, like I get that at this point, the character is in his fucking 80s. But like (laughs) you wrote it that way, like you could have wrote it any other way you wanted to write this. But it's he's 80 now and you fucking did it. Not you, but I'm looking at you, Hollywood. You and I'm actually looking at you, (laughs) Danny McFucking Bride. (laughs) I know. And it makes me so sad because like hearing how much they love the movie and I don't doubt that. But like I don't. And that stems back from kills and we won't get into kills because we've discussed this many times but the what they did in kills made no sense because you completely wiped out the potential of having an amazing trilogy having the og characters you brought back instead of fucking killing them all in kills you should have at least had i know Lindsay survived but you should have had a couple more people for the end and cut out the and that's why i think because I, I discussed this with someone else that's why i think they're so quick to to make this the storyline because what are they going to do so let's now have this Corey Cunningham and he's going to be. That Michael. just seems like the laziest writing ever to me, though. Like, oh, we're setting up this franchise and the in the yep. just quick rundown again. First one is all about 
Lori and Michael round two, right? Boom. Okay, cool. So that's original characters. Second movie, which granted I didn't like, but it's about legacy characters versus Michael round fucking three. And then in the third movie, you're just going to be like, yeah, but we killed all them off. So now we're just going to introduce a new, a new bunch of people expect you to care about them. And when all you really want to see is the final fucking showdown. (laughs) Thank you. And today I was scrolling my feed and I saw. Sorry, I'm getting so animated. So, no, I'm the same. I, we need to, I, we, I need to record videos from now on because I think people would enjoy seeing this, but especially you yelling at the dog. <laughs> You're giving the stairs. But anyway. Aaron, giving them the eyes right now. Yeah, I do that to my dog too. But, oh God. Where did I just go with that? Oh, someone was like a screenshot of the four people that you saw in the the short trailer. Um, who are you most excited to see? I don't fucking know them. Like, and they look like they all die. So, I mean, no one, because why are we going to get this backstory or any sort of who are you to fucking die because you killed everyone in kills? It's just you're like, either cannon fodder, which means I don't have no reason to get attached or yeah. you're going to be this new character that they try and introduce at the 11th hour to take over the franchise, which in this franchise, no one's going to give a shit about. <laughs> no. And and I'm and, and the thing that sucks is I'm such a Halloween fan. Like I like live and breathe Halloween. I love Halloween, but I'm to that point where I'm just like. I'm nervous. Like I want to be hopeful and optimistic. And I know people will be like, well, why are you trashing it already? And why? Because I just don't understand what they're advertising. I don't understand why they're giving so much away. I don't, I just don't get it. And it's making me upset and I don't want to be upset. And it's not like they necessarily left off the last movie. Well, the last movie didn't necessarily end with most with all, a lot of fans being happy. So it's not like, it'd be one thing if it was like, hey, well, kills end, and we all thought it was pretty good, so let's just yeah. see what happens. It's like, you kind of fucking bobbled that one, so my faith in you is now shook. <laughs> and now non-existent, because honestly, like, the first one, I loved how they touched, and I know this is kind of, and we, we'll, we'll, I'll reel it in, because I, I don't want to go off and just talk about Halloween, but I felt like with the first one, focusing on Lori's trauma and having those scenes where, you know, you see how debilitating it was for her and how sad it was. Like, I remember the scene where she's by the freeway when she runs out and Allison comes and hugs her. And it was so emotional. Like, I I think I, I, think I got teary-eyed, like misty-eyed, because imagine having something as traumatic like that happened to you. You know what I mean? Like, in a sense, it was realistic that over all these years, this is where she's at. Like, it's completely fucked her yeah. up. It's made her lose her family. You see the disconnect with the family and you feel for that. But then you also feel for her because she's a human and she had to endure Michael fucking Myers. Uh, 100% you know, so, like you had, you had substance in that. And then you hop to kills where it's just body count. I don't, even, I don't even, I can, I'm not going to recap it. Cause it's just <laughs> not, there's no reason, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. So there's tangent one <laughs> down. Uh, all right. Is it? I, I believe that was, we you? were still on a uh, uh, remake question. <laughs> so I believe that would be your turn. Oh, so, so it's me now. Yes. Okay. So 
you asked my favorite subgenre. What is your least favorite and why? So, and this is why I kind of wanted to, I kind of hit the brakes uh, mm-hmm. in my regards to men. Um, I don't really, I, I want to say if a true, a true mm-hmm. answer of a subgenre, um, I would say is probably found footage. Be, and I, like I said earlier, I also, weirdly, I, you know, oh, well, you, you picked found footage and paranormal activity. It's just on a whole, it oftentimes, I think it misses more than it hits. But that's not my answer. Because apparently I am a fickle little asshole. Uh, (laughs) I am going to pick and to quote your favorite movie in the Scream franchise, Scream 5, I am going to pick Elevated Horror. (laughs) I, (laughs) cheers. And what I mean by that is I don't, we have had conversations about it, so let's kind of mm-hmm. have this conversation on pod, I feel like. Um, yep. And I don't... All the A24 freaks that are here in this right now, their heads are going to explode. I'm not yes. saying that all the movies can't be deep and super dark and super emotional and have, you know, uh, allegories to real-life issues. I'm not saying that they can't all do that. What I don't like, though, is those are the only movies that get wide releases. Those in remakes now. You yeah. can't have a fun 100%. horror movie anymore and just have it go to theaters and actually make some fucking money. It's true. And I think around the time, I think it is getting a little better right now. Like with some of the releases that are out right now, like I, like I really enjoyed X. That was a little more fun than than some of the other ones. Uh, bodies, Bodies, yes, Bodies looks that. really good. But I think this kind of started, uh, uh, and I'm going to pinpoint a movie that will be my choice for a later movie, actually, now that I think about it. for uh, <laughs> I think the Babadook fucking started all this shit. And I hate the fucking Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, like, the Babadook came out, and it was like this underground mega hit. It got a rele- you know, wide release in America, because I think it's an English movie. And, it, oh, it was this, it's a, it's like, it's clearly a fucking allegory. Like, we get it. Like, I get it. And then every movie that came out after that, there was this movie called Monster where there was a, a woman defending her. She was an alcoholic, and she was defending her daughter from a monster outside. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's the fucking monster. You're not fucking deep, right. piece of shit. <laughs> you wasted fucking an hour and a half yes. of my time. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just and, – and I just want the fun back in horror movies. Not necessarily the comedy, but just the fun. Like, like, can't we just tell simple stories sometimes? At least some, some of the time. That's my thought. No, I, I completely agree. And I know we always say this that we talk – but, like, I think we've talked about this. I didn't really care for – I didn't – like, X, you're right, out of – all of the newer ones, that was a little more fun, but I still felt like it was kind of, yeah. And I'm like, like, come on, can we, could it, could it have went one way? Like, can we just have brutal killings the whole time and not this, like, you know, what she was before and that deep element. And then in men, same thing. I'm like, I, everyone has fucking trauma. Like, I don't want to watch movies to be more fucking sad and, and, and have to like deal with someone else's, horrible trauma and then you show all these awesome scenes and it's shit like i so example texas chainsaw massacre the one that went to netflix i will will pick that over pretty much any movie i've seen recently because it was fun 
I don't care about like the specifics of the relevance to the original. It was a fun watch. It was gory. It was ridiculous in a lot of sense of this, but like I sat with my wine, my cheese, and I enjoyed it. And people were like, Oh my God, that was trash. And I like, like trash. It's a lot. <laughs> I do. Too. Yes. I like trash and I don't like, like I have enough shit going on. I don't need to be even more sad trying to watch something that I love because horror is my comfort. I don't need to have that be like more traumatic for me. A hundred percent. Like, I know. Again, exceptions to every rule. Some mm-hmm. movies can, I, I don't like, you know, I don't mind that. Like uh, there are exceptions like, but I, I'm trying to think of them right now and I can't, I'm like, wait, which elevated horror do I really, really enjoy? I, I mean, what'd you pick? Or what, like, what are some of your, like, I'm, try- I'm trying to think of all, like, the A24 movies. <laughs> See, but the A24 movies that I like are the ones that are a little more... Like, my favorite A24 movie is uh, Green Room. I don't think I watched it. Uh, it's a very simple story. Uh, it's Anton Yelchin, the kid from Star Trek who uh, unfortunately passed away. It's yes, him okay, and his buddies are in a punk band, and they book a show, and they don't realize they booked a show at, like, a neo-Nazi commune. And basically the neo-Nazis ran by Patrick Stewart uh, figure out that he is that they're um, not sympathizers or whatever. And it's them trying to escape and they murder each other. And uh, but it's as as deep as I just described the movie. That's as deep as it gets. (laughs) But and I don't mind. I don't mind that. Like I would. I'm actually intrigued by that. And I, I, I surprisingly haven't, I've never heard of that, but I would totally watch that. But like hereditary didn't like it. Like that movie, there was a couple scenes that were kind of like on the, the, you know, her on the ceiling. Like that was kind of creepy. I thought that was creepy. And I thought him banging his head off the desk was kind of done well, but like the whole, and I guess here it is with like trauma. I mean, nothing really bad has ever happened, but I'm a mom and like imagining, that your fucking kid's head during an, an allergic reaction where she couldn't breathe has her fucking head decapitated on a pole in a car and then watching the scene when he like pulls up and then she starts screaming and realizes it like it made me feel super weird and I text my mom I was like please tell my tell tell her I love her <laughs> I mean, like, it made me feel so like ugh, I didn't want to feel that and then midsummer came out and I was like oh, here we go with that you know what I mean and there's that all right, I'm starting to realize when you asked me the question, name one that you really like. You like Midsummer? No, I don't. There's <laughs> maybe I don't really like these movies because uh, I'm just going through, yeah. and I'm like, most of these movies I either really truly disliked or I was like in bored and indif- indifferent to, like Midsummer, Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? And then I think I'm going to just change my stance a little bit. I don't like elevated horror. Um, and I will be honest, in Scream 5, not to get into that one, because I really did like it. We know we're we're on different sides of that fence. But I, I sort of was... I, I uh, Part of Scream's whole thing is the um, self-awareness uh, of the horror mm-hmm. community. And when they, that kind of came out, I was like, you get her, Ghostface. You fucking kill that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you show her what 1990s horror really looks like <laughs> in your face. 
I know. And I just, I feel like I'm just being, I don't know. I just, I won't get into it too much. Cause I think that's going to be one of my answers too, but I, I wanted to like it. I, and like, even with four, like four felt different to me too. Like it just felt, I don't know, but no elevated horror for sure. Like a lot of people that follow me and I follow them, they love, you know, those movies. And I just feel, cause I would not, I, I, I'm not dogging your taste. Like if that's your palette and that's what you like, I'm happy for you. If you, if those are your comfort movies and the things that make you, you know, whatever, then kudos, enjoy it. But for me, I'm more like a eighties tits, you know, brutal kills, ridiculous uh, dialogue. Give me all that. That's, I want that on my tombstone. Eighties tits. <laughs> Blood, guts, and horrible. And it is a hundred percent everything I enjoy is like, yeah, like the Joe Bob mantra: blood, beast, and boobies. Uh, But also, like, like, I don't know, just to, and again, if you like this shit, I know it is. It has a deep fan base right now. I'm not saying that I think you're a bad person or that you have bad taste in movies. Like you said, it's different. Obviously, you and I tend to think a lot alike. Um, But I just. I don't mind leaving a movie or watching a movie viewing experience feeling emotionally drained. I don't yeah. mind that, but I got to be honest when it comes to horror, that's not really the feeling I look for. Like if I pop in a drama, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know. A walk to remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I like mean? Like that or like, um, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of like re- Marley and me, Marley and me. Um, problematic now but i really liked at the time american beauty like that was a a really good drama Mm -hmm. problematic because of kevin spacey now but like you know that or like spotlight the movie about the church like like you kind of know what you're signing up for when i sign up for hey here's a horror movie i don't necessarily want to leave and be like wow the world really sucks (laughs) yeah fuck i'm even more depressed than i was before going in because you're right like horror for me I get so giddy about it. Like I love new movies and like, like hell house. I know that's one that, you know, when we discussed it and you didn't even say anything, you're like, just tell me after you're done and we'll discuss it. I loved it because I was, I was truly fucking scared and I hate even admitting it, but like I watched it with my sister-in-law and she was like, please don't go upstairs (laughs) on the couch next to me. And I was already like not planning on leaving. I was considering peeing the couch because I was so fucking scared of that movie. Just the visuals of it, like the buildup. And and that's fun. Like I, that's a week. I guess people like us consider fun, I guess. Yeah. And like, that's what I want when I leave is I want something to make me be like, Oh my God, that was so much fun. But I was scared. It's a fucking biological thing. Like, we yeah. enjoy being afraid and mm-hmm. the sort of sick humor that's in horror movies. And maybe some people, their thing that they kind of like get off on in movies is depression. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not even like, like I'm sort of being like tongue in cheek, but at the same time, like you must something in your brain when you watch movies like this must get some sort of positive feedback. If like, yeah, you know, like, like, all right. <sighs> I haven't even seen the movie, but I kind of knew I didn't want to see men when my coworkers like, yeah. And all the men are played by one actor. And I was like, oh, so that's a deep mm-hmm. allegory, right? Like, let me guess. <laughs> all men are the same. Oh, yeah. I saw the movie. All right. I don't need to go. 
And, and that's, and you know what? I just, that's, there was one scene specifically. And I was like, like, why did you, we understand your, that's what you're pointing out the whole time. Why was it necessary for this? And why was that the most like supposed to be like the climax of the movie? That was supposed to be the scariest part. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. I was pissed. Angry. And that's isn't that worse when it's elevated horror and it's poorly written. Like when it's yes. like it's it thinks it's smarter than you are, and you're like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, like you literally. And I I could have watched Halloween two again. I could have watched something else that I've watched probably a bazillion times, and was would be way more happy than yeah. that. So, oh. and I'm almost to the point of giving up. Like we watched Black Phone, and that's that's a good thriller. Like I won't, cons- I don't consider it horror just because I don't think there was a lot of elements that were particularly horror, but I feel like it was a good, it was, it was a good thriller. I, I, I do want to check that one out, but yeah, I've heard it's, it's more thriller than, than horror. Yeah. But I think you would be into it because it's, it's not like, it's not super deep, but there are emotional moments. I love Ethan Hawke. There are some scary parts. Yeah. Oh, he was. He was good in that one. And do you watch like um, Marvel stuff? Do you watch? Did you watch Moon Knight with him? I have not watched any of the Marvel TV shows because that he was he is in that one and he plays a really off character and he did that role justice. Like he did, he was amazing. So I was excited for Black Phone. Okay, knowing he was the the, the villain. Yeah, so. he's good in everything. I. Th- he sort of had like a little horror renaissance for himself because he came back with the first per- like not came back, but like came back to like mainstream with the first purge. And then he did the two. Um... Oh, God, it's not insidious. It's. The other movie that looks like insidious. <laughs> I. Uh, oh, my God. Was it? It wasn't. Was it yes, sinister? Yes, he, he did sinister, he, sinister yes. one and two, and yeah. now the black phone. He's kind of having a nice little run of uh, of horror movies here. I've never full transparency. I've never watched any of the Purge movies. Realistically, if I'm being yeah. honest, mm-hmm. the first one, I it, the first one is a horror movie. Yeah, it's a dad trying to protect his family in a house on this crazy situation. Then yeah. they're fucking bonkers. After that, still can be fun. But if you're looking for just a straight horror movie. First one's the way to go. See, and I wish they would just cut it at that and not make like The Strangers. I watched The Strangers Pray at Night uh, a little bit ago. And it was like, visually, it wasn't like the cinematography was okay. You know what I mean? It was, that was the appealing part, but I could have done without it. It wasn't very, I didn't like that, that sequel. And I feel like it kind of diminishes the value of like, like the scare factors of the first ones. When you get these like ridiculous sequels, it's like, yeah, I mean, some of them, I don't mean for all. And I mean, coming from the girl who likes Halloween too and scream. Too. I, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, uh, <laughs> hey. we did just discuss our love of the Jaws sequels. So true. Uh, and I do love Jaws too. So let's put a cork in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, put a, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? I do. Um, now, with my long roundabout answer that I gave you there that we both got in on, do you have yeah. a horror subgenre that you don't like? Well, since we just discussed elevated horror, I didn't really think about it that much. But because I was like, I don't I don't like vampire movies, 
I'm not like, oh my God, I need to see, even if there's that many vampire movies. Um, I don't really like extreme. I think we've talked about that before. Like the, the, the gross for the gr- sake, sake of being gross movies or like, yeah, like Serbian um, film or that kind of shit. Yeah. And like still, I mean, a lot of people said human centipede isn't bad. The first one, but I still, I don't know if I, it still makes me feel weird because it just makes me feel weird. And then there was one um, invisible, no reversible, irreversible, Some, irreversible. And I read, I read, the storyline of that. And it's just, I don't know, like that type of stuff does not make me excited to see. It doesn't do anything really for me other than really depress me. I'm with you. Um, those are movies that I often find are made. And I not, I'm obviously not in the industry, but I feel like they're often made by people who aren't talented enough to make a movie that's good on its own merit. So they have to make a movie that's shocking and gets people to talk about it. Yes, I totally agree because the Serbian film or whatever, like, that's just so fucked up. Yeah. And we won't get it. Like, I know a lot of people that I've talked to that said they've watched it was like, I wish that I pretty much what you said. I wish I could just unwatch Mm -hmm. it because it was that fucked up. But, you know, there are people that obviously watched it and enjoyed it. And it just that's weird to me. I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to like, but just. I, don't I am it. 100% on board. I don't even understand how, like, and here's the thing. They're not even good movies. Like, it's not like, oh, it's a good movie with good acting and good directing and good writing. And it has this gore, this crazy fucking, you know, gross out premise. I, I yeah. if it earned it by having a few of those other pieces, it would be one thing. But if it's like, yeah, we have right. shit acting, we have shit directing, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, go in here and stick this thing up your ass and we'll call it horror. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I just, like, that doesn't earn it for me. No, and I feel like it's kind of a diss to the horror franchise to, like, classify it as horror because you're literally doing things people get arrested for. Like, I know you get a, <laughs> that's a stupid statement, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not, like, things that shock me were seven. Oh, seven, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the whole ending part when he's, when you find out what's in the box and then you find out that, you know, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen seven, that, you know, she was pregnant and the way that he. about 1997. I think we're good. (laughs) Yeah. You don't, well, some of the younger kids that listen may not have seen it, but like that delivery gave me chills and it, I was young when I watched that younger, I mean like teens, but it still fucked me up. To know that she was fucking pregnant and he decapitated her. Oh, no, I agree. I mean, and I love Seven, by the way. Fantastic movie. And I love it, too. And that's what I mean. Like, I'll watch stuff like that. But, these... but it earned it. Didn't it earn that scene? Yes. And all the, uh, the, the premise of the Seven Deadly Sins and the way that he killed them in the air freshener scene. Like, Chef's Kiss. Amazing. But these ones, are the and I, I'm horrible with pronunciation, but the neck. Ro- necromantic. Yeah, but the one where she's fucking the dead guy. Yep, and then like they did the second one, and she fucks the dead guy, but she has a boyfriend, and then she fucked the dead guy, and then she like the end because I read Wikipedia, I looked it up. At the end, she's pregnant. She's sitting in the doctor's office, so it's like up in the air, like who got her pregnant? Obviously, the I've never seen that whatever. one, so I can't judge. I read the synopsis as well, and I was like, that's good, that's enough. 
yeah, like it's so gross. Like, I don't know. So extreme for me and elevated are the ones that aren't really my cup of tea. Anything else I, I'll watch. I'm pretty open to any type of horror and you know me, like I watch whatever, but those. Y'all yeah. know me. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I a hundred percent agree. Like, eh, like, Again, and I don't mind like an ultra violent. So, like flip side, I remember last episode I told a story about how a friend used to give me these like foreign horror movies on blank discs, and then mm-hmm. I saw a Serbian film, and then I was like, "No more, go away." Uh, yeah. Like, have you seen the movie Inside? No, and refreshment and Marie. Well, there's an American is. version now, and it's dog shit. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a French version that's extremely good. Um, it was super violent and it's just very simple yeah. premise. I don't want to give too much away, but it's a woman. She's pregnant, super pregnant, like about to burst pregnant. She's home alone yeah. and there's a crazy lady outside her house trying to get in and she wants to cut the fucking baby out of her. Yes. I, oh, I saw a scene that you say that and she was sleeping and she pulls her shirt up and she like fucking stabs her tit with a, with scissors. Yeah. It's, it's super good oh. but like, and it's super violent yeah. and super gross and uncomfortable the whole movie yeah. but it's also yeah. really well made and i was like all right i can handle this because you've earned it it's this is all really all the pieces have added up to where i can accept the uncomfortableness that i have to feel watching this pregnant woman go through some horrible things uh yeah. you know on the flip side like you know oh well here's you know here's a you will sew your asshole to this guy's face and uh I guess that's a movie. Yeah, and ho- <laughs> yeah, hopefully he doesn't shit for a while because you're going to have fucking shit yeah. in your mouth. Like, I just, that's, and then two, they did the whole, because someone told me about it, the whole pregnant thing, and she gives birth in the car, she's escaping, and then, like, hits the gas pedal and crushes the baby's skull. Like, in what movie? In Human, in, uh, Human Centipede. Oh, two. I did not watch after the first one. I, I didn't watch any of them, but my, cause I'm like, cause we would talk about horror and she's like, how can you say that you're into horror and you haven't watched it? I'm like, because I don't want to see people shitting in other people's mouths. <laughs> like that's just fucking gross. And then she told, well, she's like, well, in this one, this happens and they're escaping. She's escaping and she's pre and then tells me all of it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to watch it. All the only thing I might want to watch in that entire franchise is that in the third one, Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother, is the guy doing it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, you know, you see Maybe. how careers have fallen. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to see a fallen star? Uh, here you go. Yeah. My favorite work from him was uh, his little role in Mr. Brightside. Oh, that's fucking real. awesome. Uh, I, he actually does have some stuff. that He's always fun to see when he pops up. But I just remember when I was like, yeah. really, Eric? If you needed the money <laughs> that bad, I think Julia could have could have gave you some. Like, yeah, even Emma. Yeah, even Emma <laughs> like, could have gave you some at that point. I didn't realize that he was in three, but I heard three was the worst He's one. The prison just warden of- who's wanting to create the longest one ever, and I'm like, I, I mean, that's like, I don't know. Are you going for the Guinness Book of World Records? There's only been fucking two. So what are you talking about? <laughs> like, let's start small. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I'll ever watch those movies. Maybe one night when I'm feeling daring, but I don't think I. Nah, I don't think you should. Mm-hmm. Um. 
All right, so that will bring me to, uh, I think, the question that I think will be the most fun that I've written. All right, in this world, we're not playing, you know, whatever, you know, everybody's single in this room at this moment in time. If you had to pick someone in a horror movie to be your horror movie boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you prefer, uh, who would you pick? And more importantly, why? Oh my, this one was so hard for me. And I know that sounds horrible <laughs> to say, but like there has been so many like characters that I absolutely love. So um, my first, the first one since, and I hate being like that because I know it's supposed to be like one answer, but We're having it's fun. hard. We're so having fun. Okay. You think I threw so this question in here one. and was like, I'm going to get like a really deep conversation here. Like I'm having, this is the one that, <laughs> it was honestly the first question I came up with. Cause I was like, all right, let's have some fun. <laughs> Yeah, and I cannot wait to hear your answer because I, I feel like I know, and I wish I would have wrote wrote it down and put it like on little little sticky. But oh, um, so I my <laughs> oh, so okay, so my choice, my first choice is, and I it might be obvious, but Randy from Scream. I love, I loved his character. I thought his. Um, knowledge of horror knowing all the rules watching out being protective yet being that geeky funny you know video clerk like i love randy so he my cupid eyes would be set on him i mean i i can i can easily put myself in another uh person's shoes and see from their eyes uh yeah why wouldn't you want to be with randy jamie kennedy was a hunk back then (laughs) i know (laughs) and i i love him we all get older, uh, and now yep. not so much, but uh, <laughs> he had that total, like, 2000s, 90s aesthetic, especially in part two with his, like, pointy goatee. And the little frosty oh, tips. Oh, yeah, the frosty tips. Everybody had those. I definitely did. Uh, <laughs> but, but he was, like, totally not that hunky, he was like, the nerd. jock type. He was the nerd, but he, you knew he had a good heart. You knew he would protect any of his friends at any point in time, even though he was pretty much, like, prime suspect ish in scream you know what i mean because you're thinking this guy's the horror obsessed one yes the whole picture that they painted but i loved him and i loved him so much in scream too and i wish i wish they would have put him and sid together i would have loved to see them transpire yes uh so a hundred percent agree with that and or at least indicate more but like i'm on your side i uh, this is a great pick and um He was set up to be the red herring, obviously, in the first movie. But there's also in part one and two, there's they do very lightly hint that he has feelings for Sid that never Mm -hmm. get brought up again. And I'm like, he's kind of the and if you know um, 80s uh, rom-coms, which I'm also a fan of, he's the ducky of the franchise. Ducky. And I love (laughs) I love him. The whole record store scene. Like I just, I love, and just everything. He's about the him. ducky. So, yeah, He's I the one that. that like you want to see Sid get with, but she, for some fucking reason, keeps picking these other, well, murderers and, uh, <laughs> and like not necessarily douchebags, but the dude from part, yeah. Jerry O'Connell's fine, but. Derek, that whole, and that whole thing like made me so sad because like you killed Randy, which broke my heart because I loved him. And then you set up like you're anticipating it's going to be Derek. And then he's actually a good guy that loves her. And then he fucking dies. It's tragic. Yeah. Like agreed Two, you know, kind of was, I don't know. I, I love to, I think 
two stands very close to to, to one. It me. does for me as well. A step below. I, I would put it like a full, like if if one's a ten for me, I, I think it's an it's like a nine. But exactly um, one of the better sequels, especially in that realm of like being self aware. It's very good. Yes, and you have to also take into consideration. Think of the amazing chase scenes that we got think of the amazing kills think of the amazing you know who done it and you still were carrying that from one and you had the ogs you know what i mean it was just the perfect mix and i i love i love it, too. it it also had in my personal opinion i know this is again scream is where we get rocky uh between you and yeah. i but yes. it the killer's Scream 2 is the last one where I'm like, I buy that. Like, I'm like, hey, you know, mother just finds another psycho. I can buy that. Scream right. 3, when the whole fucking family angle came in. I hate Scream 3. It's my least favorite. I know you like I, it. I I can't <laughs> goddamn stand it. Uh, I picked Roman for my underrated slasher. I know you did, and it hurt my soul when I saw it. I was like, oh, no. I knew, I knew it was gonna, I knew that was gonna strike a nerve with you, but like, I just think for the trilogy's sake and like, you know, I don't know. I just felt that whole, like he kind of was the setup for Billy and then he got with Stu and I know, I know, but like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of brilliant thinking not brilliant i thought it was good thinking in in keeping it all in one i don't know well we <laughs> i'm glad you enjoy it and i'm glad he is your favorite and i get that technically he is the missing piece it does sort of fill in some of the things but at the same time i i rewatched the whole the whole series not that long ago leading up to five and I, even that then i was like like I hate this movie from fucking Courtney Cox's bangs all the way to the killer and everything in between. And the fact that Randy recorded some secret message. And I was like, as much as I love Randy, like, come on. (laughs) That's what I mean too. Is like, if you want, if you wanted him in the movie, you should have just never fucking killed him. Or again, it's, it's a, you have an out. I don't even think we never technically see. I mean, you see Randy's like, cut up body oh guess what he survived off screen boom he's back in the third movie it's not that fucking hard like i would have been like okay fine i I mean i'm already having to accept all this other horse shit so why why would that be that hard to accept (laughs) exactly and did you know too i didn't know this because like another thing full disclosure when i watched horror movies back in the day we didn't have wikipedia we didn't have access to all these like little unknowns. I mean, maybe, but I didn't spend my time on the computer checking that I was downloading illegal songs on LimeWire and chatting on AOL. (laughs) So like, I didn't care about looking up that stuff. I just knew what I liked and that was it. But apparently they, one of the storylines was they wanted to have Randy survive and he went into a witness protection and he was going to be in the third one. And I was like, dude, I totally would have been there for that because look at Dewey. In two, when we thought he was dead, Dewey, you think is dead at the end of every movie, basically. <laughs> He's like a fucking cat until but... now. Up, oh, who knows? Uh... Exactly. You don't know if he'll be making an appearance either ghost form or in real form. 
Now, random question for you on our, on a tangent here. Uh, we're both mm-hmm. big Scream fans here. I And I don't know if you know this, but I just want to ask you. I thought I had heard a rumor that at that point in time, the, during the original trilogy of Scream, that the franchise was so fucking hot. And at that point, everyone knew the formula. It was a whodunit and, you know, blah, 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 that they would yeah. put out like fake scripts so that people would not know which one. If it got leaked, they wouldn't know the real one. I had heard that in Scream 3, someone did leak the real script and they had to go back and change who the killer was so that the audience because they wanted that surprise. I don't know if that's true or yeah. not. So you're right because, and the only reason I know this is because I, I looked it up for the um, underrated killers, but so three was the only one that did not have a uh, uh, a showing beforehand. Like Wes dropped it and everyone was seeing it for the first time. Stu was in, he survived one and he was orchestrating the kills with Angelina. Which one's Angelina? She was the one that played Sydney. Oh, the, the uh, yes, I, I know her yes. name, but I, I don't at the time. Okay. But that was, that was supposed to be what happened. And then that got leaked. And then they did alternate endings. I be, they did alternate endings for that one, I believe. I wonder if they're going to bring Stu back. I, if they, if they've already announced Kirby, which again, I'm just going to say this. If I were wanting to make this franchise what they're trying to make now, I would have never, ever fucking revealed that Kirby was coming back. Could you imagine people like who love her and love for going into this movie? I've sitting there and and having her come on. I screen. 100% agree because Kirby was the best part of four, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But I really totally 100% agree. I feel like the reason they did that is that they were trying to win fans back over when they announced that uh, Nev wasn't going to be in the franchise. And people were like myself, I was like, well then fuck you. I don't want to watch it. What's the point? So then I think they were like, Oh, but Kirby's here. And then a month later they're like, Oh, and we got Nev back because we're fucking idiots. And why wouldn't we pay her the goddamn whatever? Like the fact that they even thought that they could do it without Nev is stupid. But you know that she's not, she in a comic con said that she wasn't. Really? Because the last I had read, she had said she was back. Oh well. I- well, yeah. And this is this, but this is where it gets crazy. Oh, so she, it I, was. I, you know what? I did read this, but they're saying that this could all. She's saying it because she's playing. Uh, she's kayfabe in it, as wrestling fans would say. Uh, yes. She's. Uh, she's, so, she's. And by the way, do that, please. Lie to me. I want. I, I want to be surprised. <laughs> well, how about this though? How about you just not say a fucking anything? Don't say a word. Like, why don't you just, instead of telling us everything, it's going to be in a new city. Why don't you just release it and let us see it for what it is? And then there, there would be, but again, social media is so dominant. And of course they, they want people to be engaged. But again, this franchise, I don't think it needs a lot of publicity because it's so big. I think that if they would have just kept it super simple super hush hush trailers people are still gonna go see it yeah like i agree i mean obviously they're gonna get everyone who's been a fan since the 90s and any new and just horror fans in general will probably check it out just out of curiosity um right i'm with you random i mean we're going off on tangents here i don't know if this if i'm going too long on this because we still have questions left to go please let me know no we're good 
No, what good. are your thoughts? And this is a weird one on trailers in general, because I'm actually I don't like watching them. I, I watch them with you on lives and I watch them in the movie theater because I am physically stuck in the movie theater watching them. But I don't like watching them. But in but in fairness, though, I didn't ever finish ends. I just kept <laughs> pausing. And I kept that is, going that back is very true. But, um, and I wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm mad at uh, Jordana for making me watch. It. I made the choice. I was like, all right. And, you know, like I just I try to keep myself in the dark, especially when it comes to franchises. Let me rephrase that. If it's if I've never heard of the movie before, how would I know if I'm going to like it if I don't watch the trailer? Exactly. But and I felt like that was how I found Caveat because that's one of my new favorites. But I would have never known that movie existed if it wasn't for one of those like random. Um, we watched something on YouTube and then it was like up and coming movies. And I saw a still from it and I was like, what is that? And then I saw the, the trailer for it and I was like, I have to watch it. My take on trailers is I miss the old ones with the deep voice. With Coming the, the name fall. of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> pieces <laughs> this movie will leave you in pieces like i missed that but i i don't i don't particularly care for trailers because they a give too much way too much um way too much b it gives um other people the the choice to share it over and over and over and over again if you're trying to avoid it it's on your feed like when they drop the ends trailer remember i posted i'm like i'm just i'm gonna try to stay off of here but i I talk to people like I, I talk to people daily and I enjoy that. So and you live in the world gotta, that we live in. Like it's impossible to avoid. <laughs> exactly. And I, as soon as I clicked off of the messages, cause I would just, you know how you like hit your notification. It brings you to the message. I went to go do something and it brought me to the feed and I just saw Lori with a gun, this, 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 and the start of the trailer. And I'm like, ah, cause I didn't want to watch it until I actually watched it on the live. Mm. So it's just no matter what, I feel like you you can't escape it now. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, like, unless you don't get on social media. Even then, like, I, I mean, I'm on social media, but like, I I usually avoid trailers. Like I said, for franchises, for something I already have, I know. Hey, you made it. I'm already buying the ticket. Like, obviously, right. if it's go. a movie, like like uh, what was the last one? I like Uma. I was like, what the fuck is Uma? I, well, had I not watched the trailer, I would not have even known to watch it. But yeah. Like, I will I will say a very angering thing for me is like, so Scream 5, I didn't watch any trailer. I was like, I don't want to know shit going into this because I'm already going to go see Good it. Thing you didn't. And yeah. then I about at least once every a month, I go to uh, I go to the movies with my parents. I it's like our thing we do. Aww, so nice. we went and saw I think it was Jungle Cruise, the movie with The Rock, whatever. fine movie whatever it it is what it is but they showed not just a trailer for scream 5 ahead of that movie it was a 15 minute like behind the scenes expose on the fucking movie and they literally showed one of the characters like getting stabbed now granted it was um i think her name's jenna or Teg, whatever it's the little sister of uh of the the, the, the opening yeah, scene it was that but yeah. i was like i don't want first of all i was like f- fucking furious because i'm like all right i get it i'm in the theater i have to see the trailers for this shit right. but like then to be like oh and here's some behind the scenes stuff and it's like david arquette and he's all old and fucking like chisel i'm like fuck you <laughs> like what would have been fun to see for the first time no i completely agree and that they dropped the extended right before i was going to see it and it was literally, they dropped it on like either 
Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, whatever, we're seeing it on Saturday. And it was the long extended one. And I stupidly watched it and I'm like, I think I already kind of know what's going on. You know, like it's just, I don't know. I feel like I don't understand why they do it because the masses will go see it. People who were fans before will go see it. I think the appeal of just having a screen movie or a Halloween movie back in theaters, it's appealing enough. Like we don't need to see the whole fucking thing. Do you think this is, that it is possible anymore? Uh, Two of my favorite, like just not even movies. um, Although I really enjoy them both, but um, favorite like stories about movie going experiences is um, from dust till dawn and Cloverfield. I actually enjoy both a lot, but like Cloverfield they didn't show dick in those trailers. They showed the fucking Statue of Liberty's head getting thrown. You heard people screaming and people running. Yeah. That was really about it. You didn't really know what there was. You were like, eh, I think it's going to be a monster movie. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what you call it um, from Dust Till Dawn really gave a fuck you to the fans. Because the trailers they showed was just like brothers on the run, like, you know, like blah, 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 blah. They didn't even hint that it was a vampire movie. So, like, you know, you read stories about people that went and saw that movie in theaters and their fucking minds exploded like halfway through the movie. (laughs) I want that (laughs) experience and I'm never going to get it. But they need to go back to that. And maybe maybe we'll get to that point where people are, are like bitching enough don't give us anything and we'll just either get teasers or we'll get something where we have no idea what oh, it is. See, but I don't think that. I think that most people aren't like us. Uh, and I think – and I don't mean like we're better, but I'm saying that there's the, – the majority of people are just content absorbers. And that's why like yeah. Comic-Con and all this shit exists because they just constantly want to be bombarded with information about shit they either care about or don't. They just want to hear it. And I am like – how about just give me a little piece and then let me figure the rest out for myself. <laughs> exactly. Because like the, the catalog that I have in movies, I've seen so much shit just because I've seen it like in, in a, in a VHS rental store. And I'm just like, Oh, this cover looks cool. I'm going to pick it up. Like that's how I found sleepaway camp. And I was fucking traumatized. <laughs> and my, my grandma's house eating fucking pepperoncinis at two o'clock in the morning. Oh. And this chick has a penis. And then her eyes are fucking completely white. She's making a weird ass noise. Like I, Shut! I shut that shit off as quick as sh- I was just like. Beep. Of all the food to be it's eating at that time, I love that. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. I just feel like that's double traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, my mouth is on fire as this chick is like chopping off her boyfriend's head. She has a penis and she's scary as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I just I'm with you on the whole trailer thing. Cool. Because well, I'm sure like. Ends was short, but I'm sure there'll be an extended one um, soon because it's not too far from October now that we're. We'll get another one. You know, almost in August. But um, so, who would be your boyfriend or girlfriend? Um, so my my gut wants to go Nancy from The Craft. Oh, as Feruza Balk is my all-time celebrity crush. But I'm being realistic. She is the psychopath in that movie. So I'm not going to pick her. Uh, And I wanted to pick another movie of Feruza's, but the only other horror movie I can think of that she's in, she's a half cat person in um, Island of Dr. Moreau. So passing on (laughs) Feruza. Not into that. (laughs) Uh, I really, um, 
I'm going to say uh, this is a, kind of a goofy one, which is why I'd be surprised if you picked it. But uh, I'm going to go with Lorraine Warren from the Conjuring series. Okay, definitely not who I was thinking. I, I can see that because she's so goddamn like sweet and so like empathetic and exactly. and and super pretty. Yeah. Vera she's, Faminga is gorgeous gorgeous um yes also like i'm not i don't know i looked at it as i i spent too much time thinking about this i was like <laughs> all right i'm not a child anymore like i don't want you know like i if i'm gonna pick a a horror uh a partner i don't want this to be yes. again nancy's 18 that's not gonna work and she's a psycho and a witch uh <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any of that but i know what you mean like you don't want the the eye appealing you know easy choice you want someone that is going to be and she's awesome and she's got superpowers yep. and she's yep. uh <laughs> and she's uh, uh very uh protective um yes. and she runs her own business which i could be a part of uh <laughs> i just have to I, I guess kill her husband but um <laughs> and then he'll come back and haunt you while you guys are doing your ghost yes, hunting. <laughs> yeah. So I was going with Vera Famiga. I, for the first time, watched uh, Orphan last night. Have you seen Orphan? I love Orphan. See, and that that one was such a good, like, you think you know what's going on, and then you get that, oh, fuck. Unfortunately, I knew the uh, end because it had been out for 12 years at this point or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> uh, So I knew what was coming, but uh, I watched, I didn't even know Vera was in it. So that was a pleasant surprise. I was like, oh, Vera Firminga and Patrick can't pronounce his last name. Uh, <laughs> yes. I know who you're talking about because he was in uh, that Amazon movie that was kind of creepy about the kidnapped girl. I can't think of that name. That was decent. What else was he in? He's, but I know yeah, you're talking he's about. A very good actor. Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, not Patrick. Yes. Um, but I was like just genuinely like surprised at how even knowing the twist coming, I was like, pretty fucking good movie. Yeah, because she's like she the girl who plays the girl, she is terrifying. Oh, she's terrifying. Like, she she pulls her fucking teeth out and oh <laughs> that part I was like like mind blown up and that's what i'm here and, for give me those and twists. now we got the prequel coming so I was, which I i'm like she will actually be age appropriate now to play herself <laughs> because she <laughs> was still- like 12 playing a 33 year old now she's gonna be i think 25 playing a 33 year old so i'm like all right uh, a weird case of this actually working out age-wise <laughs> um she's like super young to me but i'm pumped and isn't julia styles yes, she's in this yes, one she's right in it. Um, and just as a side note, um, I think the, the biological daughter in that movie, the deaf one, oh my God, I don't know if I've like, like been like my heart melted as much for a, uh, for a child character that I have with that. And I also have a weird relationship with deaf culture and everything. I, I speak American sign language, whatever. Um, but, uh, I was just like, oh, like I was like. If anything happens, I don't give a shit about this kid, but the the, the, the yeah. son who's in the fire. I was yeah. like, but if something happens to her, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> and I love when you get those connections with characters where you're just like, you better not. Yeah. And I thought they might at one point. I was like, this movie does. I mean, it kind of goes for it. It was dark. Like I, I love that was one that I actually loved. And I'm really happy. That's on my list of up and coming movies that I'm actually really excited to see. Cool. Now, who would you have picked just out of curiosity? 
for for myself. You thought you said you said you oh, thought you had someone in mind, and I was like, I was, and this is obvious. I thought Ripley. Yes, but I also like. I'll be honest, like I as much as I love Sigourney Weaver, and she is a gorgeous woman. Um, yeah. That character to me is it, ha, it. It's all about. In part one, because I don't really give a shit after part two, it, it goes off the rails. But in part one, it's just about her being a badass and surviving. I don't really see any sort of emotional connection to that. And in part two, it's really of a motherhood thing, like where yeah. she's just trying to protect Newt. And I I don't know. I guess it's just that that connection was never made in my brain. I just see maybe it's a mommy issue thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very well could be, (laughs) but I just, I, you know, I know that you enjoy her as a character. So I thought maybe that would be. Yeah. Yeah, She's what she is my all time favorite female character in movie history. And one of my favorite character characters in general, but uh, just never, never hit me that way. (laughs) No. Well, in, in, in response to that one, my second pick for someone that would be my boyfriend, which would be super creepy and weird would be Dr. Loomis. Okay fucking love dr loomis so much and i don't i don't know if that's like a daddy thing either but i just how he's so like just how he is in the whole franchise what about when he gets you know, really like, like crazy and starts like endangering people that's when i'd be like slipping him his medicine like here, here honey, you go. take a pill <laughs> take a pill right here but i really think that he cared about michael and that part like the way that i view Halloween was that he had a connection with Michael and yes, he knew that he was fucking crazy and he knew what he was capable of. I still felt like there was that, you know, Michael kind of felt a certain way towards him. And I felt like Loomis had this like protectiveness over him, even though he was protecting everyone else from him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I know it's, it's weird, but makes total sense. Not, even remotely close to what I would have guessed, but <laughs> yeah, no, but like those two, like Randy and Dr. Loomis are my type of guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very polar opposites there. <laughs> and it just, cause I love like Dr. Loomis, I think is like my favorite, not my all time favorite, but one of my top favorite horror, even just in favorite movie characters, characters in general. Them. Yeah. Classic lines. Well, Shot him six times. <laughs> well, I mean, the old guy's got to get some love every now and then, right? Exactly. And I'm, <laughs> I'm there for it. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I appreciated that question. I like that question. I was trying to think outside okay, so the box. I know. It, was, it wasn't hard for me because there was a lot of stuff I wanted to ask you, but I didn't want to be generic. And I didn't want it to be like, oh, what's your favorite horror franchise? You know, I wanted to have some layers yeah, to it. I think we did good. We did. And with that being said, so if you could revive one character in the horror franchise that has, you know, sacrificed himself, died, um, who would it be and why? Okay. So the answer I wrote down is Randy Meeks. But I feel like we just touched on Randy a little bit. So I will uh, circle back and give a different answer that I had kind of in backup. Okay. The answer is Randy, to be honest. Uh, he should have survived. Yes. It would have made the third one and the franchise as a whole better. But yes. whatever. Uh, I am going to touch a little bit on er- er- earlier. Uh, it would be Newt from the Aliens movie. Um, yeah. I think in the last episode, I very briefly gave Aliens is, I think, my second favorite movie of all time. 
Yeah. And the whole movie is Ripley and I can't remember his name, but I'll just call him Kyle Reese because he also played Kyle Reese in Terminator. Whatever. Ripley and okay. Kyle Reese are trying to save Newt, the little girl. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the whole fucking movie. It's a story about motherhood and she does at the end, you know, the get away from her, you bitch, uh, all that. So yep. Aliens 3 opens with Newt and Kyle Reese dead in a jar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the whole fucking thing that they built up in that second movie is gone. Um, and then from there, it has been, and I understand that people still pretend that this franchise is still good. It's not. Yeah. I hate I it's it's one of my favorite franchises. The first two, it has been a turd rolling downhill ever since then. <laughs> David Fincher made the third movie. It's the only movie of his that he has disavowed. He fucking hates it. Uh, so it's not even like uh, me as a fan, like a legendary yeah. director is like, that's a bad movie. Like, <laughs> and like, I made it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bad. And I think. All of it could have been slightly more uh, adjusted had Newt, even if she wasn't in the fucking movie, even if you had just written like, and we stopped off at Space Station Alpha and Newt was adopted by a family or something. But starting with, she's dead. (laughs) Wait, wait, what did we just do it to? Like, what was all that? And not only is she dead, like... They go into the cryo sleep chambers at the end of the first movie. And in the second movie or the third movie, I'm sorry, at the end of the second movie, they go into the cryo sleep chambers and the third movie, she died in that cryo sleep chamber. So it's like, oh, so she didn't even like it wasn't like yeah, she walked around for a couple weeks, got to experience normal life as a child. No, no, no. She went to sleep and then died. <laughs> yeah. And she fucking died. <laughs> so I would say. Newt. That's a great answer. But I, but I was I'm happy with Randy too. Uh, is, is your what what would your pick be? I am presuming I know the answer. I was gonna connect that one because yes, totally Randy. He should have never. He should have never. Nope that that I that that kill was one of my favorites though. Like the whole dialogue before, and the whole you know, Gale and Dewey thinking it's and you you don't know who it's gonna be. That whole scene where he answers the phone for Gail. And I still think Gail should have at one point died. I, I would say she is probably up for it in this movie. There, there, you know there's I mean? two original characters left, and I don't think it's going to be Sid. So, no, but, you, but then again, who knows what they're going to do, what they're going to pull out of their fucking asses for that one. But I still think we should have left Dewey and Randy alone. And I think as much as I love Gail, because I do. I think that she should have either been killed in two or five. I'm with it. I don't think she's making it out of six personally, but I were you ever, I was, uh, okay. I was a little confused as a child. And to be honest, even as a 33 year old man, uh, at (laughs) how Randy was killed. So I get that he was, you know, snatched and whatever, you, you know, gutted or whatever but when they show his body he's got like like lines of blood or cuts like going perfectly like up and down his face and i don't and and that and the other thing that 
annoys me too. And I think this is what annoys me about five is you tell me Mrs. Loomis fucking hauled Randy in that fucking van. Like he couldn't, he couldn't have gotten away from her in some regard. Like, I'm sorry, but she, she's not that tough. And I'm not, not like I'm trying to say like, she didn't have a fair chance to kill him, but like, Randy was a bigger dude and he's standing there. So you mean to tell me that she rips him in the van and then you see the shuffle and the van shaking and she kills him. Yeah. Just like Andrew with Dewey. I don't understand any of it and I don't believe it and I don't like it. <laughs> and am I, I agree. Am, and am I to believe that because Randy was talking shit about Billy at the time, mm-hmm. is that like that she went overboard? And is that like when she like, decided to give it like I, i'm gonna gut you but then i'm also gonna give you like tiny little cuts like still not good but like yeah i'm gonna mess with your face a little bit i don't know what that was all about because i don't know if that was supposed to be the blood coming up i don't know what they were trying to i, I hate i always i always uh, kind of still close my eyes because i just hate seeing his face and i hate that whole fucking part because whenever i watched it when it first came out, I'm like, I just wish I could just get past it and never happen. I think it was a mistake to kill him on so many levels yeah. because he's sort of the narrator. Of, like He's the narrator of the movie without being the narrator of the movie. He's the one who keeps right. proposing the the connection to the horror franchise and all that. And all they've been doing since that is trying to recapture that with Kirby uh, in the fourth one, which was good. And then they got the, yeah. the, the twins in the, the new one. It's like, well, if you just never killed him, you could have always had the same narrator, but whatever. Right. And you could, and you wouldn't have to replace him and you could have had a character development with someone else because like, let's be real, you know, in, in two, they could have had, um, what's her name? Oh my God. Sid's roommate. They could have had her, you know, Sarah Michelle Geller. No, um, Elise Neal. Oh my God. What was her name? Remember? She goes back to the cop car and then she's like, Sid, come back. And then he jumps out and he kills her by the plywood. Yes. The, um, yes, I know. I, I, I have yes. no idea. And can't think- it, I'll be honest. I mean, after the first one, I, yeah. and all the different characters, legacy but- character, the first characters, anybody in the first movie, I know your name after that. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> it's a little hazy, but I just wish that they would have, instead of, you know, building these Randy wannabes, and I'm, you know, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but it's the it truth is. because they're trying to be like Randy. They should have just kept Randy and had him be like the Dewey, like the surrogate big brother, cop, whatever. Gail's the bitch ass reporter. Then <laughs> you have said they should have had Randy continue. I agree. And think about it. He didn't even have to be a main character, but you could just like going oh. forward. If it's like literally just a scene of him giving his horror movie freak take on the situation like he did in the first two movies like he could have instead of having him having to do a fucking videotape how about we call him up on the phone uh you know thank you and have his sister show up and then like the sister is in five with the cousin yeah. i don't know i oh. just thought that it was just so the, 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 the twins hey uh instead of them be- hey we're kind of horror movie fanatics but our uncle is too maybe and he lived through the first one let's talk to him and then he could give his little 15 minute or 10 minute you know breakdown and and and, and relate it to horror movies and it would be fun every yeah. time i would take that over billy's fucking ghost 
I'm sorry. I didn't want to say that with any harshness. No, but I, just I, I get it. I just, I also, I, I won't, I, I won't lie. I, the, the scene. I know. I was, and when I'm she, not, when, when I she goes full uh, Loomis, I was like, I'm here for it. Yeah. I was like, I'm here for it. And, and if we're speaking like to the last question, I was like, all right. Now I see you. Now now it now I can kind of get into like you might be rising on the list of potential like horror movie girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you've got the killer instinct but like you're using it for good. So like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not slicing people up yeah. yet. <laughs> um Is that my turn? Yes, it is. I had to look and see cuz what I wrote down. Okay, so then pull that up. All right. You've been doing interviews for your podcast uh, now, and uh, it, I thought it'd be fun. If you could interview one person, alive or dead, for your podcast, who would it be, and what would you ask them? I love that you gave me the option of dead, because I was, like, racking my brain of who I would have, like, ideally loved to interview. But my number one, this is a goal, it scares me thinking about talking to him, but it would be John Carpenter. That would... I would, and I know it's like super cliche because I love Halloween and I love the thing and I love, you know, the fog and, but he is, but also too, a part of him is his, his musical take on things. Like I love eighties synth music. I love. He's got great musical sense. Yes. And yes, Halloween is iconic for the, the soundtrack and the score, but I just think he's brilliant in all regards. Like we saw him in 2017 and <laughs> I literally like could not breathe going up to him. I'm like, oh, we're seeing John Carpenter. And and we get in there and he's playing all the movies, all the scenes from his movies, and he's playing the score. And I was just literally in awe. Like I couldn't, I was just, I felt like it was a dream. And then he starts telling the story about Halloween and he's doing his dramatic, you know, with his little ponytail whipping around. And then all of a sudden it cuts to the Halloween score. <laughs> just the music came on and I, Got it was emotional. like was meant like, to be. Yes, but I I think it'd be cool to talk. Oh, to him. absolutely! I think there's with the inclusion <laughs> of dead. I mean, I think that there's like everyone's gonna have their go to legend, you know. Um, yeah. Like I kind of almost like split it. I wanted to be like, well, give me one live and one dead because dead, you're probably gonna go to, you know, like not just you, but like everyone's probably gonna go to one particular person that. You know, like, I think Wes would be my answer. Yeah. Um, but because we just talked about Scream, I will actually say George Romero for my answer instead. Ooh. Plus, he was a huge drunk and we could have a beer together. That would be amazing. <laughs> and he would he would be like just how crazy his brain is and all the amazing things he produced. I or, you know, came up with. I would love to talk to him, too, but. One that came to mind dead would be Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, that'd be a great one. You know, like just think like, yeah, like to 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 sit and just chit chat with him would be awesome. But there was there was there was a couple. I'm like, I don't even like Bruce Campbell. Oh, he'd be so fun. I'd love to talk with him. I think my live pick, and I'm not even that big of a reader, but just uh, like I've read like. Pet Cemetery, and I've read The Shining, um, but yeah. it, I think Stephen King would be so interesting to 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 sit down and talk to. He's got such yeah. a weird personality. If you've watched his interviews, that like I just feel like he's gonna say something fucking weird, 
And, yeah. and you get if to- we're playing Magical Talk to the Dead, I think I also have the right to a time machine, and I want to interview him in the 80s when he was making Maximum Overdrive, and he was so coked out of his head that he doesn't remake- remember making the movie. <laughs> That's my, oh my ultimate God. interview. <laughs> Yes, now we're getting like super yes. technical. That would be <laughs> well. I figure if we have the power to resurrect the dead, I have the power to go back in time. So I just figure we're gonna yes. go with that. Man, just, that would be oh, how great would that be? be what amazing. are you making? What's this? What's this uh, movie about? It's about cars, and they they're coming alive, and there's a a lawnmower, and it runs a little boy over. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, like, wait, let me catch up. <laughs> Hold on. All right, Stephen, that's that's gonna yeah. be great. <laughs> Emilio. <laughs> uh, oh, I love I that. Those are really good. Those are like, but that I couldn't narrow. I, I went to Carpenter first, and then I was like, "Go oh, wait a second. Alfred Hitchcock would be amazing." Then I'm like going all over the place with the actors. I'm like, I'm gonna make it count because John's like my. He's my oh, guy. You have to pick him for you and particularly. Like, like all the questions you could ask him about just Halloween alone. I know. And I already know like the answers. Like I know <laughs> we came up with Michael Myers. I knew that it was supposed to be an anthology and not, you know, strictly Michael or Halloween and that I know all of it, but I just want to sit and listen to him talk. Like, I just want to have that moment with him and, you know, on the lives, Nick, um, he's on like constantly, um, Nick horror fan. He, he, he posts stuff. He like gets to meet all these amazing horror actors and he goes to cons all the time and he had a shot where he was talking to him and i'm like i was so jealous of you like i i could totally buy a ticket and go but i think i'd be a a mess i think i'd just be like oh i love you (laughs) i don't do well around famous people i'm a i don't either i met one of my favorite actors one time and i literally just jaw drop like and i did i didn't say anything i i literally just looked like an idiot (laughs) And froze up. I know, like, uh, so Scream 5, you know, Wes? Uh, the, um, yeah, the kid from the band that you, uh, yeah. I, I say kid, My he's kid. an adult, but he's a kid to me. He'll all, he's he's well, youngin'. He's a youngin'. He's super, super young. But my kid, we went and saw him before he got, like, super big. And they were still kind of indie. And we were at his show. Then my kid is, like, rocking out. And she knows every single word to the to you know, their songs and they played their album from start to finish. And she passed out during like the, the encore song. And it was one of her favorite songs, but she's fallen asleep. And I'm like, Oh, thank God that, you know, they're almost done. And she wanted to give them dinosaurs because their tour bus caught on fire. Okay. And we're sitting there and he stops and he's like, Landon, turn on the lights. And he's like, you over there in the striped shirt with your hands up, uh, I just want to tell you, like, you're so cool. And he starts talking to her and Rosalind, like, she's just like, her eyes are wide and she's just has her hands up and he calls her on stage. She goes up there and she says the most heartfelt, like amazing thing ever. And the whole crowd freaked out and the guys were freaking out, giving her hugs. And I'm just sitting there like, I could never say that stuff on the fly. If someone famous called me up, I'd be like, "Mm." (laughs) I'd be like, no, I'm good. Let's go like mini viral too. Yeah. Like she blew up on, on Twitter and she, like we, they came to where we live and they knew her and talked about her during the VIP part. Like, so she's friends with, she's friends with Dylan. Awesome. But I could not, you know what I mean? Like I could never, I remember I told you about uh, David Howard Thornton, how I got to ask him mm-hmm. the question. I was terrified. No pun yeah. intended. <laughs> but I, but then when I actually talked to him, it was, 
it was it was easy to talk to him because he's very personable. Um, are you okay if I take a two minute break? Uh, my yes. golden lab is being a dickhead downstairs and he's barking and he wants to go outside. So would you mind? Yes, I'm gonna pause it. I'm yep. gonna go let him You're outside good. real quick. That's okay, Roz. So yeah, so you know, there's a ton of people that I'd love to talk to, but there's All that. Right. So let me go back to the question. Okay, so this are we now on the last one, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, so mine, just like wanting to kind of get your insight on, you know, how you were introduced to horror. So what's one horror movie that messed you up? Like what really fucked you up? Um, what was your perspective when you first watched it? And what's your perspective now? So this one was kind of open-ended, obviously. And mm -hmm. I, the answer I've pre-written, I don't, I want to make sure is where we're going for it. Are you talking about like the movie that I saw as a kid that kind of like really scared me and like <clears throat> kind of affects me to this day almost or? Yeah. Like what, like what movie kind of scarred, not scarred you, like if, if that has ever happened, but what movie like either stood out to you that really made an impression, you know, in a good way, because obviously you 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 enjoy horror, but like, what movie kind of was a lot for you when you watched it? And like, it's funny going back or like watching stuff now when we're older. I have two answers to this. Okay, I know I I wanted it to be as like clear as possible, and I know it's kind of all over the place, but just like well, it totally was, it makes sense. I just didn't. I I. I had an answer I wrote down in my head. And then as you described yeah. it, I was like, well, there's one movie that I literally was so scared of that as a tactic, my took for like my older brother to get me to fucking leave him alone. Didn't matter where we were. He <laughs> would go like, I'm going to put this movie in and like, like, you know, didn't even have it like in his hand. Like, and we'd be like at like a friend's house, like a family friend's house and be like, I'm going to put this movie yeah. in. And I'd be like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Like, uh that is like so i was having like that epiphany as you were talking about it um yeah and that movie which is not the one i had pre-planned um is a tv movie uh it's the original it uh miniseries oh that's a good that's a good pick. i as a child was so terrified of that movie um and it was you know just it's the killer clown thing I don't know what it was. Honestly, if you go back and rewatch it, it's not perfect. Not but not by any means, but it's still like it is it can fuck you it's up. It's still a good mini series. I I enjoy it. Like so I went back and rewatched it around the time the the final uh remake of it came out. Yeah. Um I think now granted that was that was the thing back in the day is that every like every summer they would do like a, a mini series of a Stephen King thing. They did that. They did Rose Red. They did uh, Storm of the Century and Tommyknockers yeah. and Langoliers and all that shit. Um, so that was it. It's just I, it could have been shortened up. But the f very real fear that that movie installed in me and i think a lot of people my around my age i think a huge reason why that 
the fear of clowns is now listed as one of the most popular fear or most popular, the mo- uh, most common <laughs> fears uh, in people. I will, I have a, I mean, I have no scientific data to back this up, but back when TV was must watch TV, everybody in America was getting, was getting at home to watch the Stephen King miniseries every summer. And I think a lot of that clown fear comes from, uh, most of America at that time watching it and like myself shitting my pants over Tim Curry. <laughs> Cause he was terrifying. Oh, he was like, so and he was so goddamn good. And clowns are on my list too of things that scare me. They don't anymore. I, I have overcome my fear of Bozo, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, as a kid, oh, and now weirdly, like I said, I I, I kind of like uh, the um, and I've I've read that book as well uh, now, and I yeah. think now that I know more about it, like, and I'm not nine, it helps, but <laughs> right because like our minds at that age, it's like anything that could like that we see potentially could happen, and then you look back now and you're like, why the fuck would I even think that? You know what I mean? Like that could actually the things that happen. Oh, you know what I mean? Like for the, for the next stuff. Five years, I think every time I took a shower, I imagined him bubbling up out of the drain like he does in the movie. Like, (laughs) and so that was one that, like, genuinely scared the shit out of me at like a younger age. Um, if I can Mm -hmm. double down, can I give you my original answer as well? Please, since I've given you two answers to each question, so please. (laughs) The original answer I had written down was the original Amityville horror. Um, and I, I don't know if this is just circumstantial for me because I don't know if the movie is actually that scary. Um, it's very good, I, I believe. Yeah, it's good. But mm-hmm. around the time I would say I was like 12 to 15, you know, in that age range, when I was, you know, like as a kid, like my parents would let me, you know, hey, we're going away for the weekend. Just don't burn the house down, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was... I every time I would watch this fucking movie again, this is back in cable. So anyone under the age of fucking 25 has no idea what I'm talking about. You only could watch None. what was on at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every time I would watch this movie, it wouldn't be like I've always been the type of person that stays up to like two ish, maybe three in the morning. But Me two too. is on, on average. Every time yeah. I'd watch this fucking movie, it was always on a night where like for some reason I was just. I, it's four, five in the morning. It's there's not a soul in the house besides myself. And I'm oh watching this movie about a haunted house, essentially, uh, or, or a house with a, de- a portal to hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. By yourself. And it's like every time <laughs> I watched it, that's how it was. It's like I, like I have distinct memories. I'm like all the way up to like, you know, like honestly, till I moved out of my parents' house, I have these memories. Like even in my twenties of being like, uh, it's five in the morning, you know. It, but now doing it to myself, like it's five in the morning, and I just ha- I can't sleep. Well, on demand has Amityville Horror. That's the time to watch it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, know. I don't know why. Like it, uh, it, uh, it's just a movie that distilled a lot of fear or instilled a lot of fear in me. It's still somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Inner dis. Uh, and <laughs> it did something. Yeah. And uh, side note, also a remake that I really enjoy. I did not mind that yeah. one. A lot of people totally didn't different movie. care for it. Oh, yeah. But like, I didn't think it was. I thought it had 
I mean, it wasn't like a poltergeist. You know what I mean? Like polter. I think the remake of poltergeist was horrible. I hated it. I hated it too. So like a movie with the haunt that the haunted presence, I felt like that one was more watchable and enjoyable than poltergeist. I would agree. I know that's probably not a good comparison, but still like it was a decent, it was a decent. Let's get Ryan Reynolds at like his buffest with a big full beard. And I was like, that's a man hunk. That's a hunk of man right there. That is a hunk of man. That's yes, my, that, sure. you know what? That's my celebrity boyfriend in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was jacked and he was ripped. Yes. I, I will give you that. But, and I'm, I'm, I was the same. I stayed up super late to watch Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory on Disney. Cause it'd be like two 30 in the morning. And my mom's like, eh, if you can stay up that late, you can watch it. I'm like, are you testing me? Cause watch me. And I fucking stay up and I'd watch it. Yeah. And then little did you know, there was all the, satanic and beheadings and weird shit that were in that tunnel scene and <laughs> yeah yeah and the fucking slugs crawling uh, yeah all that scene fucked me up when i was little but yeah those are those are good choices because you know there's always that one movie that like propelled us into horror like you either we're gonna stop and you're gonna tap out or you were like okay that's fucking scary i want more oh exactly you like the feeling, yeah. you know, even if you, like you said earlier with you um, watching Hell House uh, and, you know, you're like you and your sister-in-law are like pissing your pants. It's <laughs> yes, it is scary, but it's fun to be scared. It's why roller coasters exist. Exactly. And I, I love for it. I live it. Like I'm so pumped to do Horror Nights because I love I love the anticipation of it. And then when I'm in the line, I'm like, wait a second, what am I fucking doing? And then when I get out, I'm like all hocked up on adrenaline. I'm like, yes, like totally worth it. I have that (laughs) feeling every time. I know. I love it. Every time I do the Superman ride in particular, the one where you're like facing down, I'm like, all that's holding me in is one little, one little bolt. And (laughs) I'm like, why, why did I have to do this ride? There's 20 other roller coasters in this park. Why did I pick this one? (laughs) But I'm doing this yeah. one. I'm and I'm the same way. Like I love coasters. I love rides. I cannot wait. That's like my happy place. When, that's what we did for our honeymoon was Universal, and I was like a little kid. Oh, I can tell by the uh, the the ever persistent countdown that I that I see on on Instagram. <laughs> I know. I want you guys to know exactly how many days every single day. So it's not like you're gonna forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! Good stuff. Yes. Uh, I think it's like like a month and eighteen days. Do you have a movie besides Willy Wonka that really like is, <laughs> you have a connection to that like you think might have helped with your your horror obsession? Absolutely. I feel like the first movie that I watched that was actually like a rated R was When a Stranger Calls, and that isn't really technically horror, but I mean it's like a, a yeah more thriller, but. Sense. And I don't really remember a lot of the events that happened afterwards because I was so afraid of that opening scene. That opening scene was terrifying. Well, it's, um, I mean, but it is a classic. And if you're gonna if you're gonna have a movie that makes you fall in love with the genre, there could be worse. It could be like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Great movie, but if- amazing movie. But that like that one, I watched that like a little bit later on. But The Exorcist really fucked me up really and then when i got the crab walk scene when they did the extended cut the exorcist scared me so bad that's funny you bring that up 
I remember mm-hmm. just I don't know even how because like the internet wasn't. It, I mean AOL was a thing, but like uh, right. maybe just happenstance. I don't know, but I remember renting The Exorcist for the first time on VHS as a kid. And mm-hmm. literally being scared to put it into the v- VCR player before I'd even seen the movie. Just like it had been built up to be like this, such a terrifying thing. And then I watched it yeah. and I was like, it was scary. But, you know, apparently it was scarier to me than The Exorcist. <laughs> right. But like, think too, seeing how people are like, oh, I, I, like they fainted, they physically got sick. Like, I think a lot of it was just for the time and, you know, obviously what was going on in the movie, but I just, the, the, the imagery of her and her eyes and her voice and, you know, even, even the part where they're playing the fucking piano and she comes downstairs and she's standing there and they're like, and she, you're all going to die up there and pisses herself. It's like, Oh my God. And, I don't know that that one really it didn't make me question horror, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't really think I want to watch a movie like this. <laughs> so this is almost your tap out moment. Then you said yeah. almost. Yeah. I mean, and like I went right back to Jason. I went back to Jason takes Manhattan and the new blood and all of those a little easier to digest movies. Yeah. I still was scared of them. I still, I, and it's ridiculous because he lived through eight, seven eight movies but i was still he he, he creeped well, me out he is a well depending on what part of the franchise he's a walking deformed serial killer or a dead man so exactly i have another one i wanted to share if that's okay which yes, i please. while you, i had to sl- s- slowly google it while i was there to make sure that i wasn't about to say something super embarrassing about how old i may <laughs> or may not have been when this took place oh okay. uh the Blair Witch. Yes. So the Blair Witch came out, as I just made sure of, in 1999. So I would have been 10 or 11 years old at the time, which is what okay. I wanted to make sure, because I was like, what if I was like 16 and this is about to sound really <laughs> embarrassing? Uh, <laughs> you will remember this, Jordan, because we were obviously around mm-hmm. the same age there. Like, uh, There was a media storm about this movie before it ever released like i mean there was i think 60 minutes did a thing on it like every time my parents like we would get you know at home at whatever like after the day my parents would turn on some shit and like there was this oh this is the real movie because they presented it as it was real they sold it as it was real actual events that yes yes and like it was a phenomenon before the movie ever even released. And I remember literally like my parents would watch like exposés on the movie and they were selling it like it was real and like hiding under a fucking blanket, like being terrified to watch it. And then I, and I do enjoy the movie now. I actually quite enjoy it. And then I will never forget, like my parents went to see it and they were like, you know, they came and they're like, we're not letting you see this movie because you're going to never sleep again. <laughs> they came home we and they're like, that. well, Sam, we got something to tell you. And I was like, what? They're like, well, you know how the movie ends, right? And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, there's a, just, it's just a, it's a text that says all this was fake and bullshit. And I'm like, I was, even as a kid, I was like, wait, what? 
<laughs> and they're like, yeah, there's it literally ends with like, this is all fake and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, like, so fucking Walter Cronkite has been lying to us this whole time. Why is everybody telling me this is real? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Fake news existed in 1999. <laughs> so I remember that one. It's scary. And then I remember I rented it when it like first became available and I saw it for the first time. I love that yeah. movie now, like just because it, it is so like it gets everything it can out of what the premise is. But like as like right. a by the time it came out on VHS, maybe an 11 or 12 year old, I was like, this fucking movie sucks. Nothing happens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you watch now and you're just kind of like, ah, but that one scene where she's, they're all screaming and running from nothing or they hear the kids and they take off that. I was 13 when that came out. Okay. And I was still, but I was like, I was still scared. Oh, of it. I mean, it was, they did a, that movie, I believe, if I remember, it cost them like $35,000 to make that movie. I guarantee you they spent so much more money on media coverage than they did on the actual movie, and it paid off. <laughs> totally. Because there's still people that think that it was, I mean, younger than us that think that it, like it actually happened. Google For but anyone was- who thinks it actually happened, you might want to Google the MTV Movie Awards 1999 because you might see some familiar faces except an award. <laughs> exactly how did they survive <laughs> but no that movie was so good um my best friend and i we made home videos like her her family or lived on a farm and they had all this like wooded area in the back and we would stack the rocks and we would you know grab sticks and try to make them like that and we would do our own take on it and i to this day she said she was gonna look and see if they still had them i would love love to get my hands on those those. would be probably awesome to watch because that's me like 40 pounds heavier (laughs) like staring in the screen fake crying (gasps) what was that (laughs) i am so scared right now (laughs) yeah that's pretty much all it was and then it was us running around screaming and then stopping and trying to be i mean it's not far off from what the movie was but they did it a little bit better (laughs) yeah um so All right, with my last question that I came up with for you, mm-hmm. I want: Do you have a movie that you really wanted to like? Um, you know, just a movie that based on premise or. And let me. I'm going to sort of. Well, you know, you know what? I already asked the question. I can't give you a preface now. But all right, uh, n- name yes. a movie you 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 wanted to like, but you don't, and why? And what you you know, why you just really think it, it missed for you. And it's, it's so hard for me because I'm usually like pretty open to, to all types of movies, like in all of our discussions, all of our faves. But for me, it's the, it's a lot of, there's two franchises that we have discussed quite frequently in this discussion, Halloween and Scream. So I was super stoked for kills and I was, you know, waiting for it. I loved 18. I, we rented out a whole movie theater to watch kills. Cause at the movie tavern, you can buy, you can run a theater for 175, 20 people. So we fact, we, you know, it's eight bucks a ticket to go mm-hmm. see it. So that's a lot cheaper than most yeah. places. And we had a bunch of people that wanted to go see it. 
So we go and are ready for this awesome experience. Opens with the 1978 flashbacks, which I thought were cool. We had to see, you know, Michael's mask, the all white mask, which got me super excited. And then you see Michael running to the cop. Um, oh yeah, the, you know, the, where he's like had and field where where nothing ever happens, and all of a sudden you hear do, 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 and out comes Michael, and I'm like, the fuck he is runs that? for the first time in the whole franchise. <laughs> Thank you, and I'm like, um, I know that was supposed to be like a scare, a jump scare, whatever. That kind of put a sour taste in my mouth immediately, and then the rest of the movie, and I don't, I don't, I, I was trying to find something that another movie that I was really not feeling and i wanted to like it but i i feel like kills and the newer scream are ones that i wanted to love and i wanted to like them but it fell short for me uh sadly fair enough uh i definitely know your feelings on scream um yeah and it's like beating a dead horse i don't want to keep repeating myself but it's just those movies were seriously so like hyped up on a pedestal like I, I wanted to love them and I was just so <sighs> upset and then I hear people you know talk about it and post pictures and I want to love it but I just I can't I can't I can't fake it hmm. I won't fake it because I, I want to stay true to what I like and I don't want to do that where I'm not fully happy with it but I say oh this is a great movie no, 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 no. I'm, I don't want to do that no, that's totally fair I mean I agree with you on one of the franchises, so I'm with you halfway there. <laughs> and and that's like that's the 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 hardest pill to swallow because you know I get a lot of criticism for that and people you know make these indirect comments in group chats about oh you know people who don't like kills no they don't they don't really truly like the Halloween franchise. Listen, I fucking live for that franchise. I fucking that is me. I love Halloween. No one gets to tell you if you're a real. If you love one of the movies of the franchise, then you love. The, the, who cares? Then you love that. You know that's bullshit. I hate when people try to gatekeep with stupid shit like that. Well, you didn't like it if you didn't like all of them. Okay, well, yeah. if I ate a seven course meal and the last fucking course was a fucking literal human turd, like <laughs> I can enjoy the other six fucking ports of the meal and be like, well, yeah. that last fucking you know that dessert was kind of shitty. <laughs> like I, you know, like. It was awesome. Yeah. But and you nailed it on the head with that. That's exactly what it is. And it's like, you know, I am happy for the people that enjoyed it. I'm gen- genuinely happy. I'm glad that people le- like loved it. It's their favorite now. That's amazing. Because that feeling of having a movie be important to you, I get it. I have many of them. And they're, they're, they're very special to me. And they mean a lot to me. Um, we both do. But- Everyone does. Exactly. And you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, we all like what we like. And I want, I, I, I truly, I, I truly try. I to- and I totally agree with you. I'm happy that people enjoyed it and that's totally fine. And if it's your favorite in the franchise, be it whatever it is, whichever one, we're not even sp- speaking about a specific movie here. That's fine. I'm not going to lie that I have certain reservations. If you tell me like, Hey, Halloween Kills is my favorite in the franchise. I'm like, I have now questioned your judgment. <laughs> like, I can't help it. That, like, I can be like, I respect your opinion, but 
anything else that comes out of your mouth, I am immediately going to question if I want to take it seriously. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, that's human nature. And that's exact. And that's exactly how it is. And there's, and you know, I, I feel like it's a lot of um, people who enjoy newer horror. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's also like, my age, I'm older than most people that I talk to. I'm 36. You know what I mean? Like I gravitate towards eighties horror. I love, I love, you know, early two thousands and the slasher thing with scream, um, urban legends. I know what you did last summer, idle hands, house on haunted Hill, like all the ghost ship, 13 ghosts. All those movies are like my comfort movies. Those are the ones that I watched when I was 13 to 16. Those are the ones I, I love them. Those are the movies that realistically, let's just be honest, that people like you and me are going to watch probably till we die. Exactly. And I'm going to watch it with my kid and then she'll probably end up watching them because she's already watched H2O. You know what I mean? Like just, these are nature too. Like you yes. like the things that you like that when you grew up with them, even though technically like a lot, obviously like black Christmas and all this other shit were way before us. But like, yeah. We found them, but like you said, there's something special about the 80s, the late 80s and 90s, I feel like, to people like you and I, like in our mid-30s. Yeah, and and I try, I try to be super positive with letting other people know, like, hey, if you want to watch a good movie, check out, and I, I'll, I'll tell them. I'm like, you know, it's not as maybe deep and emotional as some of the newer horror but this is a fun watch if you want to watch like a good slasher, like The Burning. You know what I mean? Like if you are into that type of campy, cheesy horror, but a good slasher and a good, you know, basic revenge gone wrong and the killer comes back, watch The Burning. And then people be like, oh my God, that's, a, that's amazing. So I don't know. No. I don't usually take it to heart, but I hate when people give me a hard time about kills because I just, I can't. I anyone giving you a hard like, time discredit my love for halloween <laughs> that just breaks my heart because i'm like i fucking love halloween anyone giving you anyone a hard time over any even if you're just here's and there's a difference if you're friends and you're just kind of busting each other's balls that's one thing but if you're you know kind of online acquaintances i don't know like you and i obviously i really like scream five i and you didn't i've never once been like she don't know what the fuck she's talking about like, like what the fuck is that like you know what ah oh, you know what we've we've had great conversations uh i feel like you know i've made a true friend this bitch yep. doesn't like scream five what a fucking <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> can you believe this fucking yeah bitch? like uh and i hope you're okay i feel like you're okay with me joking uh in that way of but yeah course. Yes, you know I am. And like, that's another thing too. I won't sit and I don't want to dog things. Like, I don't want to be like, I hated this and I hated this and I hated this. Like, I don't want to do that because I, I don't want to yuck someone's young. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to do I, that. Yes. And I definitely know you don't want to do that. I will admit sometimes I want to do that. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Know like, one of my favorite <laughs> things to do and has always been like what me and my brother, like, as we got older, one of our favorite things to do whenever we do hang out now is find, yeah. you know, a shitty movie and just put it on and have our own little mystery science theater 3000 session of us just shitting on this movie, you know, <laughs> and I still and, it, and I'm sorry that sometimes if you make a bad movie, Halloween kills, I'm going to do that. And because yeah. 
we are in this little podcast community, I am sometimes going to do it publicly. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes, yes, I I would like to be as amicable as you are where you're like, I don't want to do say anything bad about it. And I'm like, "Ah, sometimes I got to you got to you got to let it out. You got to let the hate in your heart out. (laughs) It's true. I mean, I feel bad for my husband because I, you know, I've, I've gone over scream multiple times with him and he's just like i I don't i didn't like it at all i'm like i know you didn't but this is what really chaps my ass and he's like cool like i I get it i also didn't enjoy it and you're like yes but we need to get into the nitty-gritty on why you didn't like you need to know and then like my sister-in-law and i we watched kills i think i told you this we watched it like two or three times after we saw it just to make sure. And we, and we like broke it down to a science. We're like, okay, around like 48 minutes, it gets kind of choppy. Like if they, you know, like we had to watch it a couple times just to reassure ourselves that we weren't like missing something. And then after like the second or third time, we were like, no, that no, no. I picture you guys like in like, like the room in like a police uh, procedural where it's like, the peg hooks with the red string drawn, like yep. from one to the other. <laughs> Cigarette in my in my mouth, like <laughs> right here. <laughs> this is where it went wrong. <laughs> but yes, so that's that that one. But what what one what? So this you? was the question, which I it's been a minute now. I don't know if I alluded to this off podcast or on podcast. So I'm just going to repeat it. This is the one question that I was like, man, I wrote this question and I didn't really have like an answer of like one that I really was really looking forward to that ended up just being shit. Uh, I'm sure if I really thought about it, like, but I did, I looked through all my DVDs. Now, granted, most of them are movies I enjoy, but I also just buy shit on the fly. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go with kind of the answer that I gave you. This was off pod. Um, I have not been super happy with the way and it's horror adjacent. Uh, the mm-hmm. way that they have pre- presented um, both Godzilla and King Kong lately. I can see that. I am a uh, Kaiju fan and just a monster yeah. fan in general. Um mm-hmm. 1998 Roland Emmerich's Godzilla as a kid, super excited. Ooh, boy, it's going to be Godzilla for the first time, American version. And they just did Jurassic Park. It was Jurassic Park in in San Francisco. No, New York, because it was the MetLife building. Uh, whatever. I don't know. It was not good. Yeah. And then I had to wait like two, almost two decades to see Godzilla again. And then they come out with the one with Brian Cranston in it, which they advertised him as like the main character and they killed him off in the first scene. Didn't hate that. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, I like that move. Mm-hmm. That's a screen. Yes, move. That's a good move. But yes, then it became you barely saw Godzilla the whole movie and it was a romantic military drama for the rest of it. So I hated that. I know. Uh, I really did enjoy. Now, Flipley, uh, there they, they in between of all the hate I have for this franchise, they blocked one in there that I really liked. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, where they just let Godzilla. They said, fuck all the human characters for the most part. Let's just let Godzilla fight a bunch of mo- monsters on TV, on the screen. I really liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Then they brought in King Kong, which I didn't like because and this is a, I'm a stickler for for continuity. King mm-hmm. Kong is. Just very simply put, King Kong climbed the Empire State Building, 
Godzilla is the size of the Empire State Building. So how the fuck are these two fighting? <laughs> it's not. It's not. So it's not possible. Yes, and I get so that. So they really stretched the rules on that one of the established uh, franchises, and uh, I really just didn't like it. So, uh, but that's like a forced mashup. You know what I mean? Like let's be let's be real. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. It just they they stretched the rules. They made they they made Kong the size of Godzilla. Um, and as far as the fight scenes go, they were fine just for big fighting monsters. But um, I think that Godzilla has been very very underserved, with the exception of I liked uh, um, King of the Monsters. I thought that was very good. Limited human interaction, big time uh, just fights, and I like that. But um, so that's the one that I would that entire. The last decade of Godzilla movies have been a disappointment. Yeah, and I can see that. Now, that, the one that you were, the monster, that was with uh, Eleven, correct? Yes, Eleven was in King of the Monsters. Uh, I think she's in King Kong as well. Uh, the one with King Kong. But she's, yeah, it's she was in yep. the, the good one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, because I, I, I remember enjoying those ones. Also, then... I think Vera Faminga is in that as well, now that I'm thinking about it. I'm pretty sure she plays her mother. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love that that's your girlfriend, but you don't even know what the fuck she was in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, in that movie, I bought the ticket for big fight and monsters, not so much family drama. Yes. And I completely get that because that's what you want to see. You don't want to see when you're going to see a movie like that. You don't want to know the little off stories. You just want to see them fight, the build up. You want what you bought your ticket for. Exactly. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh, but yeah, that's my pick there. Yeah. So that, those were our five questions. Yeah. Uh, I am super happy cause I was kind of nervous. I was like, are we going to be able to get a decent amount of time out of five questions or 10 questions total? But right. I, oh, I knew, I knew we'd have great content with us talking because you knew we were going to answer each other's questions immediately. Oh, yeah. So, and it's always fun to, cause I, I feel like some that you, you, might have known what I was going to pick, but kind of threw a curveball. But still, you kind of knew what I was going to uh, pick. Not on, all, not on most of them. I would say maybe like one or two I kind of had an idea. I definitely didn't yeah. pick Loomis as your boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Dr. Loomis forever. I'm going to get a heart with Dr. Loomis there in you it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that was, that was a lot of fun. And I kind of wanted to see how this format played out because I'd love to do another question because it's it's fun to talk it's fun to talk a specific movie it's fun to talk about genres it's fun like a franchise but i think getting different perspectives on insight of horror is yeah it mixes it up yeah exactly totally so um with us wrapping everything up so what's what's in the future for to be or not to be uh, well, we are coming to the end of July here, so we should be coming back to doing podcasting semi-regularly. Uh, Brett's still in school, so we'll see how that goes. Um, as yeah. of, so look for content, check us out, uh, to be or not to be, uh, to be or not to be the B movie podcast. You can do letters or numbers for two. It comes up either way on all formats. Um, we will have something coming regardless. Uh, I try to keep it alive as possible, but my co-host is uh, 
busy trying to better his life, the piece of shit. And uh, <laughs> otherwise, I will be trying to keep myself busy by doing guest spots and things like this uh, with you and anyone else who wants uh, someone to bullshit with. Yes, Sam is great to talk to. I feel like, again, we'll have another two and a half hour episode. Um, and it's just always fun to chat with you. So hopefully when you guys get it going on your side, maybe I can pop in and do a little B, B film review. You will be you the guys. first guest we ever have. And possibly the first guest I have besides Brett, because I'm getting tired of his self-improving ass. <laughs> get those A's or get the F yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that too. School's done for me this week and I'm happy to catch a break. So I get your side and I get his oh, because we're not actually sucks. fighting. So don't worry. <laughs> I know, but I mean like just the whole school aspect because it's so time consuming. Yes. I wish I would have got my shit together when I was actually in school. So I didn't have to do it now. <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't get a degree in bullshit like I have. So <laughs> I feel that. But so thank you um, again for sitting and chatting with me. It's always fun. Super fun. Yes. And um, just make sure that you, uh, check out Pretty Killer Podcast on Instagram. I am now on Twitter. And episode one with Sam is already streaming on uh, Spotify and Anchor. And this one will be up soon. So thank you, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye.